Welcome everybody to the first ever Wayfinders, a video game book club. I'm Bobby and I'm here with Justin. Hello. And our very good friend, Jake. Jake, welcome to Misadventureland and to Wayfinders. Thank you very much. Exciting. Um, Jake, why don't, you, why don't you tell people a little about yourself? Uh, uh, I'm Jake. I have had in the past some level of internet presence, I suppose. Uh, I've <laughs> s- streamed on Twitch. It's been, it's been, I think, almost, I think about a year since I last streamed on Twitch, which is uh, mad. Um, and I make some some video essays and things like that for for YouTube. Again, yeah. I haven't done it in a while, but you know, getting getting back getting back into the swing of things. Well, some, you're more than just your content, pipeline. Jake. Well, you're more than just your content. So. You're more I'm than just so. your content. Um, you did very good video essays, by the way. If if, if you want to check you. those out, make sure you check those out. Um, it goes by the name uh, Planet Redbeard over on the old internets. So if you want to find him there, but you know, Justin and I have watched Jake since we really since really the pandemic really started, and we started like getting into like the Twitch, watching people on Twitch and making a lot of new friends and great friends on Twitch. And, um, you know, Justin and I, um, you know, th- I think people have different strengths, different weaknesses when they, when they're doing game stuff. And, um, we immediately with Jake, we're like, wow, like Jake is like us. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, yeah. Um, wh- wh- whether you find that a good thing or a bad thing, it's <laughs> up to the people listening. Um, but, um, you know, really, people don't know Jake, really good knowledge of games and understanding of how games work and an interest more than anything in like more than just kind of like the surface level of what games are, I would say. Um, and you can definitely see that in your video essays for sure. Um, and so when we started talking about bringing other people on and, and figuring out, you know, what shows to do with people we, we, we liked and wanted to hang out with, Jake was on the first people we came up with and deep diving into a game was really the thing that we we really thought would be great to do. And we chose a very small, um, easy, digestible <laughs> game for our first game. Um, <laughs> we chose uh, Elden Ring, um, which uh, is, you know, obviously a hundred plus hour um, open world RPG with intense combat, intense systems, and a lot to, to go through and dig through. So... Um, in some ways, it's the perfect first game for us to do in this scenario. Um, in other ways, it was a, a big bite to to take off for the for the first one. Um, but this show is all about really going in depth on a single game. So I want people to know right before we even start, like there will be spoilers from moment one to moment end. Like we are not we, we, obviously if we're talking about a certain area or a certain thing, and you know that thing, you've done that thing. You're pro- you're probably safe, but the conversation isn't going to be like sectioned off and siloed into just like we might be. Oh, we're going to talk about Limgrave, but we might be talking Limgrave and go. But oh, but you know when we got to the Altus Plateau, this really paid off, or this really whatever. You're gonna there's going to be everything's going to be wrapped up in in, in in spoilers. If you haven't finished the game, or you care about what happens at the end of the game, or or even you know NPC side quests, whatever, you probably want to wait till you're done before you really listen and really like partake in this conversation because I can't promise you that. We won't be talking about the beginning of the game and then talk about the end of the game in the next moment. So I just want people to to know that. But, um, you know, we're going to go through the game. You know, we're going to, you know, we're going to we're going to kind of go area by area in a lot of ways. We're not going to spend all the same amount of time on every area. We might not spend any time on any uh, on a certain area, 
but that's how we're going to kind of progress this conversation. But before we get to that, I want to start out sort of looking at like the hundred foot view, thousand foot view of the game and what, how we, and what we experienced with it. And I want to start out with this, which I think is important for context, but not important to your opinion on whether the game's good or not. What's the soul's experience in the, in, in the room before we start this uh, from the, from software experience, I should say, before we, um, before we get going here, um, you know, cause there might be people, that, people who listen to our stuff, probably know Justin and I's don't know Jake's, but there might be people who listen to this who don't know either. You haven't listened to ever before. So I want to make sure that, um, they know. So for me, um, I have played all of them. Like I haven't, be I, I have not beaten all of them. I will say that right now I have, but I have played every single one of their, like since demon souls, since demons souls, I have played at least, at least 10 to 20 hours of all of them. Um, and I have completed, uh, demon souls, the remake bloodborne, um, and this and Elden ring and put a significant amount of time into dark souls one. Like, you know, like, you know, more than more than two thirds through that and big chunks of Dark Souls three and Dark Souls two as well. And Sekiro, I put some time into, but it broke me as a, as a human being. So I, I put that down. Um, Justin, what is your experience with these games? Uh, I have played and beaten both Bloodborne and Dark Souls three. I have put uh, about 10 ish hours into Demon Souls. I have not touched Dark Souls one or two. Um, okay. and, uh, I have also played, uh, Sekiro or Sekiro, however you actually say it. Um, and I, uh, got up to the first boss, but never actually did the first boss. Uh, <laughs> just, I wasn't enjoying it enough at the time to like continue going with it. I always thought about coming back to it. And then I watched you stream it and said, actually, no, I'm good. <laughs> uh, Jake, what about you? Uh, zero. This is uh, this is the the beginning of my FromSoft journey. Um, I obviously, you know, being involved in the video game, talking about video game space, I know what the Soulsborne games are, are, are all about, um, and I have an understanding of their sort of like core systems and things like that. But in terms of like hands-on experience, absolutely none until mm. Elden Ring. So this is great. This great range of experiences, and it especially is great because, in general, I very much enjoy the games. Justin has sort of like a very love-hate relationship with the games, and you you don't have any kind of like preconceived feelings about the games beforehand. So it's a good mix of opinions we've got going in. And that leads me to my next question for, and I'll, I think you should start, Jake, because I think that this is most interesting since you haven't played the games before. What were your expectations before starting the game? Like, what were what did you think you were getting into when when you started? Uh, I so so I I expected a difficult game, but the I I I kind of listened a bit too much to the talk around specifically Elden Ring about mm. its open world and uh, how that the the how you can go about the open world and you know gather resources and build yourself up to take on a boss uh make the boss easier kind of things like that um i th yeah i think i listened to that a little bit too much <laughs> which uh i yeah I, I went into it expecting it to be difficult i didn't uh i didn't anticipate it being as difficult as it was um but we'll get on to that later um 
Yeah, I I think the the thing that I was most excited about it was was its open world. Uh, I anticipated a big open world with lots of things to do, and it's what we got. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, interesting. I, I, and I, I, we should, I would definitely, I think, talking about the difficulty piece is definitely a very interesting conversation because I think it's also something that's very different depending on depending on how many of these games you've played, how many, how intimately you know the systems, how you know sort of like the language that the game is communicating to you because the game often is communicating communicating something to you, and if you played the games previously you're more likely to pick up on the thing the game is trying to tell you than if you're coming in, you know, completely fresh to, to, to the world and to how from sort of tells stories, you know, um, you know, obviously I was, I was really excited for the game, you know, someone, one of my favorite developers and made one of my favorite games of all time in Bloodborne. So definitely very excited, you know, funny, the thing for me, and, and it's going to be really funny when we get into like <laughs> breaking down, like, you know, what our builds were and how long it took us to play the game and, and all that kind of stuff. The thing that I was, I was expecting to like the game a lot, love it probably. Um, and before we decided to do this show, I was like, but I might not finish it. Was really in my head like what I was thinking because for a lot of their games, I don't finish them. Like I hit a wall at a certain point and, and I don't, I don't get like, other than Sekiro, I don't get to a point where I'm like, I'm like, oh, I just can't do this. A lot of times I'm just like, I've I've gotten what I wanted out of this game. I feel satisfied with what I've done. I had a good time. I beat a couple of bosses. It was really fun, you know, whatever like that. Um, but I, I'm just good for now. And especially with open world, big open world games, it's very, I am not the kind of person who finishes a lot of those games. It takes a very special game for me to, 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 to finish it. Um, so my initial expectation was, I'm going to really like, I'm going to love this, and then I'm probably not going to finish it. Um, when we decided to do this, I was like, well, I'm definitely going to finish it now because we're going to talk about it. But um, that was my expectation kind of going in beforehand. Justin, what about you? I was going in with an open mind. Uh, you know, I uh, as you heard before, I have a love-hate relationship with these games. And um, the the things that we had heard about this game pre-release like that i think they've released like that 15 minute video maybe like two months before the game came out mm -hmm. which showed like hey like this is way more open and it looked like cooperative play was more of a thing um and when i sat down to play it i went in being like okay like i, I i'm going to treat this game differently than i treat their other games which is i'm not going to let myself get overly frustrated by anything and I'm going to, if I hit a wall, be able to do what I can't do in games like Bloodborne or Dark Souls 3, which is turn around and walk into a different direction. You know, like go and see what else is out there and then come back and maybe, like Jake said, like take another run on the boss as you've leveled up some. And that was my mindset going in. And that's the mindset I held firm throughout the game. And I really ended up enjoying it because of that. Nice. Yeah. Um, so we kind of set the, set, set the stage for w w our experience coming in when we, whenever well, we all started, cause this, this could change obviously ha partly through the game. What was like the build that, or the kind of character that you were kind of like looking to sit out with Jake? Like, what did you start out with? Like not necessarily the starting class. Like I, I know there's, I, I can't remember. I think I, I think I started with a confessor, but like there's so there's like eight of them. It doesn't really matter. Right. It's like, it, it really, it's just like, it's, it's just a starting stats for you. But what, what were you trying to build into? Like, did you want to be a big strong boy with a shield? Did you want to be a magic boy? Like, what was your, what was your, what was your path? Uh, it was pretty, it was pretty consistent throughout most of the game. I started, uh, so 
my starting class was the astrologer and I kind of stuck with that throughout most of the game. Um, so I had, I was using a, a staff at pretty much the entire game and then varying different types of swords. Uh, so it's it started with the starter sword, which is just a you know a standard one-handed sword, and then mm. later in the game it kind of shifted so that I was using the sword a little bit more um, because I found a sword. I think it's just called the crystal sword. I'm not sure, um, which okay. scales mm. with intelligence. So that was so that worked with the build. So so then I was doing a bit more melee. Uh, there were there were times where I was entirely just two-handing a staff and just throwing magic <laughs> at people and just being like this. Uh-huh. This is great. I'm. This is easy. <laughs> and then, and then, uh, and then, yeah. Later into the game, uh, I got the oh, what's it called? The Dark Moon Greatsword, and that again scales with mm-hmm. intelligence, and it has uh, a really cool R two. Um, yeah, and that's does. so. Yeah. So I was, it was pretty consistently a, a heavily focused on intelligence build, um, lots okay. of magic, uh, but it kind of shifted a little bit here and there but mm-hmm. fairly consistent throughout most of the game nice okay cool um justin what about you so i have almost always played these games as a get up in your face and slash you boy so that didn't change for me uh this time even though i was tempted by playing a magic class i ended up picking a samurai uh because i like blood loss that sounds mm-hmm. fun Blood loss is apparently insanely broken in this game, and it is what everybody leans on to beat the game. I did not know that going in. Um, So I ended up uh, picking a samurai, and really, I used that starting samurai katana that you get all the way until the back third of the game. Um, And yeah, like the back, I'll say last 15 to 20% of the game, I was like, okay, I found a different weapon. Still, still a katana, but uh, yeah, my my starting weapon was like plus twenty five at uh, at a certain point. So yeah, uh, that's what I was. Nice. So for me, uh, you, you two have sound very consistent. I was all over the place. So I started <laughs> out with the confessor like thing. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna do. I generally like faith builds in the games because they're kind of weird and but they can be like over get pretty powerful. Um, those builds are make it tough for the opening parts of the game, because you're not, you don't have the, you have magic, but it's not magic at the range of an intelligence magic. And you're kind of strong, but not as strong as if you were going, you know, into a strength, pure strength or pure decks, you know, build. So I was doing kind of like a faith decks build and I got, I got, you know, I was progressing with it. I got this like cool scythe, this winged scythe where it would do like a double hit and it would do holy damage and it, it was working pretty well. Um, but at a certain time, I was like, you know what? Like, I like this is going fine, but like, it's not exactly what I want. So I respect into deeply into intelligence that I was using a staff and I was using the sword of night and flame. Um, and uh, that was that was great for a while, because sometimes, you know, magic really allows you to approach things in a way that's like on your terms. A lot of the time, you know, you don't have to get up right in their faces. You can sort of decide, like, I'm just going to you know, ting, 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 ting a little bit and kind of like feel your way into an area. Um, and that worked for me great until I hit a stopping point with a certain boss where I was like, this is not working for me. Um, and then I respect again into blood loss and I just went into like full blood loss mode. Two katanas, one of which is like the super, the rivers of blood one that Justin is also, also talking about, which is like, does a crazy amount of bleed damage plus another sword in my other hand that was also doing bleed damage and 
you know, talismans and, and masks that were all, you know, were all bleed specific. Um, and that got me through the, to, through the end of the game. Um, I, I did also do a second playthrough of the game <laughs> where I played a pure, pure strength boy, like all the a giant a sword bigger than my whole entire body, you know, two handing it crazy high strength, crazy high endurance, um, like insane amount of damage. And that was fun. It was a very different experience because I had to really be up in their faces and I had to really, I had to, t you'd be willing to take a lot of damage is really kind of what, what that it really is. You gotta be able to take damage to give damage. Um, but it was a really, it was a fun experience though. I would say it was really fun to be able to like break the poise of like crucible knights, you know, where, where I was like terrified of them before, but I do like two of this one move and I would just break their poise. So that was, you know, that was fun. So I, yeah, I respect a few times in my, in my first playthrough. And then in my second playthrough, I just went full strength the whole time through. Um, uh, quickly, I just want to ask, like, um, for me personally, I, I summoned in my first playthrough, especially I summoned a few times. I summoned some cooperators like um, randos and friends to help me through a couple of different fights um, that I just was kind of, I, I, I kind of, for my, for me with these games, I'll just, I just forgot to set the expectation for me and how I, I deal these games. I don't have much ego wrapped up in like, I did it myself. You know, I don't, I don't have that in, in these games. I don't think there's anything wrong with having that, but I don't have that in these games. So if I fight the boss enough times, I'm like, okay, I've seen the boss. I've done the thing. Like if I put, if I bangs my head for another like hour against this thing, I could probably do it. But you know what? I'd rather just like call somebody in and get through this. Cause this is not like my, this is not my end all be all is beating this boss. So I, you know, I, I summoned real people in a, a few times, you know, whenever there was an NPC summon, I usually brought them in. Cause usually it was like either, you know, it pulled aggro, but also it like, you know, it was usually kind of like story, something with do with like the, an NPC quest line or something. And I liked having those people, you know, come in. Um, and, um, I, uh, and I used a wiki a bunch whenever I was like, Oh, what do I need for this? I would go to a wiki and, 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 and do that. Um, so that's kind of how I worked it. And of course I use the spirit ashes. I know some people do this and don't use spirit ashes. I don't think any, that's any of us. Um, no, I my spirit ashes. <laughs> yeah. I use the mimic tier a lot and I used uh, black knife teach. Those are the two that I used the Same. most in, in my, in my, in my first playthrough. Um, uh, Jake, what about you? Like those um, things, did you summon people? Did you, you know, what, what, what did you do? I didn't, I didn't summon in any, uh, real people just because I don't, I, mm -hmm. I, I couldn't work out the, the co-op systems, uh, for summoning like strangers. I, I just couldn't work it out. And whenever I, I can't remember what the name of the item is, but the item that you could use to ping all of the various mm -hmm. summoning, uh, you know, the, what they called this, the summoning bits on the floor. I can't remember what they're specific. The, name su is. the summoning pools and stuff like that. The summoning yeah, yeah. The finger I, calling remedy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, I could, I could never see, I could never see anyone, to, any like real people to summon. I don't know if it was just because there weren't any at that particular time, or if it was mm. a con connection issue. Because I mm. had a, a fair few connection issues with this game. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I so no real people. Uh, I don't think at any point. Um, also, I didn't, I didn't know anyone else that was playing on PC. Um, I know that you guys were playing on. Were you guys playing on PlayStation? And Xbox. We were Xbox. Xbox. Oh, okay, and uh, and yeah, all all of all of my other friends were playing on PlayStation. So um, yeah, I didn't have any anyone that I could just send a text to, being like, "I'm getting pancake, come and help me." Um, <laughs> but yes, yeah, I I use the wiki a lot because um, there are, there are some quests in this game that it 
it, it'll give you the information, but you really have to you really have to look for it. Um, yeah. And and it's it's kind of the first time that I've been like this. I feel like this is how the game is kind of. It's a it's a community effort. I feel a lot of a lot of a lot of this. It's so massive, Absolutely, and there's so many yeah. intricate little parts that you sh- you should never feel guilty. I mean, you should never feel guilty for using Wiki anyway. But particularly with this game, because there's just so much and so much yeah. stuff that's yeah. just intentionally hidden. That yeah, that these games are designed purposely for that community to exist yeah. and yeah, to yeah. and to be able to help each other. It's it's sort of like the the off the out of game version of the summoning signs and summoning pools and stuff like that. You know. Um, which is why it's so, it's so weird that people like, I think a lot of the problems with some people getting into these games, right. Is that is like the fan base of the games who seem to have like this, like you gotta get, just get good. Like if you're summoning people, you're not doing it right. When it's abundantly clear, the designers of the game don't feel that way. Right. Mm. Like they, they, they put that stuff in the game. It's in the game Mm. and it's not, it's not something that they like, they, they shame you for using. You don't not get a trophy if you summon somebody to beat a boss, you know? So like it's, the game is very meant to be a communal experience in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. Um, what were the spirit ashes that you, uh, that you used mainly? Uh, and uh, until the point of getting the mimic tier, I used the 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 wolves. I can't remember. It's like five mm-hmm. wolves. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then it was pretty much mimic tier until mm-hmm. until the end of the game. I I, I experimented with a few, um, but most of the time I would I would forget to level them up and then bring them in and then they would get flattened and then I would be like, <laughs> oh, I need to level them up and then uh, and then I would level them up and I would just run out of resources so I can do it again. So. I kind yeah. of, I pretty much stuck with uh, the mimic tier for nice. the majority. Yeah, yeah, M- mimic tier is great. Um, I wish I had gotten to experience it before they originally nerfed it because they like, it, it, I, I, the day I got it in the game was the day I got it and I signed off, and then they were like, "Oh, the patch is out." Oh, no. we ner- they nerfed the mimic tier. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to use it once when yeah. it was like uber powerful. Yeah. Um, there was also time where I was using the Sword of Night and Flame and they nerfed that at that mm. time as well. And I was like, well, okay. Um, Justin, what did you, I mean, I know, but what did you end up using? And the, the other thing, did you summon people? Did you use a wiki? Uh, what spirit ashes did you use? That those kind I, of things. I, I would, I did use a wiki for looking for specific bleed items at the end of the game. Mm. Otherwise I relied as, uh, on you to be my wiki. Cause the way we played this <laughs> game was... Uh, you, me, and other friends would just get into a party together and just talk, mm. you know, like and, and yeah. talk about what we were what we were doing. Uh, it was just a lot of under the breath cursing and, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, trying not to spoil what was happening, because at a certain point um, I was close to where you were. And then you just blew past me at a certain point, <laughs> not being able to yeah. play for a week because of, of having surgery really put me behind the eight ball. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there are certain things in there that, like, look, I, I just would not figure out. The, my, one of my greatest failings with these games is I I am actually pretty good when it comes to, like, the the combat. Like, I, I'm actually pretty good at that. I am mm-hmm. awful at reading comprehension, understanding <laughs> what the game is trying to tell me, and remembering the name of fucking anything. So when it gives me an item and it's like, go back to that place. I'm like, I have no idea where that place was because all of my focus when uh, I enter an area is on surviving. And that's it. I I don't remember what the names are. I don't remember what the names of bosses are or enemies or NPCs or anybody. Um, 
So I would rely on Bobby to, I'd be like, I got this thing. I don't know what the fuck to do with it. And you'd be like, go back <laughs> to that place that looks like this. Oh, okay, I'll go back there. Um, I summons once uh, because I, we wanted to see what it was like. Um, I, I wanted to at least, while we were having this conversation, I wanted to see what the whole process was like. And I summoned to get a specific item in a dungeon, in a, like in a cave. Um, yeah. I wanted the golden earlier scarab. than you were earlier, th- earlier than you were, than supposed, you were supposed to get to. it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So yeah, I was yeah. probably about, I, I probably got the golden scarab maybe five to 10 hours earlier than I should have gotten it in the game. Uh, cause I was over in the lakes. I was in Lorena, Lorena, Lernia. I think it's Lernia. I think that's how you're supposed uh, to say it. I always say it. I, I, I always say it different ways every time I say it. <laughs> uh, I, I needed to get to, uh, Caleb to get to the golden mm. scarab. And uh, that place is a nightmare zone when you're like, I think it's the first real nightmare zone of the game. And we'll we'll, we'll get into locations later. But I wanted to get that golden scarab and doing so put me on a path of just sheer leveling might. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah, I uh, I I that was like the one time I summoned. Um, Yeah. And uh, I did all the bosses on my own. I would use my mimic. I, I mean. I don't want to jump around too much, but I think the spirit ashes are, are what make this game more different than any of the other games that they've had. Yeah. And I would be very upset in the next from software game if there is not spirit ashes in there mm-hmm. uh, to use, because I found them to be just so helpful um, mm-hmm. coming from other from software games. Those spirit ashes are literally a lifesaver um, yeah. when yeah, yeah. you would actually in that party here, all of us at one point yell, can you please draw his aggro? Please, can you draw his aggro? <laughs> can you just get in the fight? Um, I used Mimic Tear a lot until I went and I got Tish probably a little bit also too early. I was not ready for that fight. And that was the one 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 of the fights where I disobeyed my own rule and said, yeah. I'm going to do this right here and right now because he's hiding in an ever jail. <laughs> And I would not remember whatever jail it was when I went back to look for it later. So I probably spent about 45 minutes on that fight. We were in the party together and I was like, Justin was like, is this worth it? And I was like, it's worth it. (laughs) It's like the summon is very, very good. And And was was it worth it? Yeah, Yeah, it was completely (laughs) worth it. I mean, Jake, when we were talking and we were asking what summons you were using and you had passed the point where Tish was. And I was like, no, you should go back and get Tish. Like, yeah, yeah I, did, I did. I did actually go, go back. Unbelievably them, yeah. nasty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's that's how I uh, that's how I got through the game. Yeah. Um, and what did we end up with? Um, again, this is a little different, Justin and I, because we, you know, we played a little bit past when we actually finished the game. Both of us like cleaned up some trophies and stuff like that and and stuff. But um, for my for my first character, um I, 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 I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. I think I was around level 160 when I finished the game. And I think it was like an, I think it was like a hundred and five hours or something like that. I think is what, what I ended up with right now. That character is at level 171 and it's 118 hours in, but then I cleaned up a bunch of, I beat a bunch of bosses I hadn't beaten before. I've helped our friend. We were talking about other, other, other friend Andy a lot. Like we kind of gone into areas and boss fights together with that character. Um, and then my second character was level 119 when I finished and I did that in 34 hours. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, wow. um, yeah, when you, when you know the game, it's yeah. a lot, it's like you, you go, yeah, it goes yeah. a lot faster, especially when you're not doing, like I wasn't doing, I wasn't exploring that much, you know, I was basically going like looking at a wiki going like, what do I need to, for a good strength build? And they're just like basically 
seeking those things out and then just pushing constantly forward. Um, and the game is built in a way, and we'll get, the, get this a little bit, where you can skip a lot of stuff, you know, and, and get ahead of areas very fast um, to, to get certain items. Um, Justin, what did you end up at? I When I finished the game, it was at 87 hours and I was level 174. Um, my character, uh, I went back in the next day and I think I cleaned up like three bosses. Um, mm -hmm. so probably I would say like 88 hours, level 175 or six, um, okay. before I basically, you know, I've gone back in there and spent more time. So I'm probably like plus 90 now, but it's mostly been helping Andy and, and trying to you yeah. know get through the game, but it's not like I've been doing anything else. Um, yeah. 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 Jake, what about you? Uh, I, got to level i'm just checking my notes to make sure i do have it right yeah 126 with uh 106 hours okay so, right. yeah um you're, you're very similar to other, our other friend andy is like summers in that in, was in is in that zone like as far as like hours to level mm -hmm. like you know like percentages yeah um all right so that, that's good i think it's a good like over like you know 100 thousand of view of like kind of what our processes were and what our strategies were and what our builds were. So as we get into these different areas and different things, I think it like, you know, people can know like kind of how we're approaching, you know, these things. Um, you know, um, so, um, let's just start, let's start at the beginning. Let's start, let's start with Limgrave. Um, it's, you know, it's the opening area of the game. Um, and for me, well, it, I don't think it's it's not my favorite area of the game. I, I think it's one of the best. I think it's a, a fantastic starting area with a ton of stuff to do, um, you know, but I, Jake, I'm really curious for you. Like this is the first this is your first Souls game. You're walking out of this giant world. You know, what was your experience sort of in those opening hours of Elden Ring and, and getting out into that world? So the, the my first I'd say like five to eight hours or so. It was it was actually it was actually pretty rough. Um, I was obviously getting used to the combat, which is uh, that I have. There's no kind of outside of the kind of Soulsborne genre of games. Mm. This sort of combat is not that common. Um, in the yeah. in the sense that like at the beginning of the game, it takes like a few hits to kill an enemy, but they will just one hit you <laughs> yeah and uh yeah. and i think it was the section and obviously with when you when you go to a site of grace for the first view it points you in a direction so i followed that direction mm. and then you get to the gate uh at the bottom of uh just kind of before you go towards stormville castle when the giant drops down and i attempted yeah. that giant so many times being like i need to beat <laughs> this guy to get through here and uh, realizing you absolutely do not need to beat that guy to get through there. You can just run past. <laughs> but this is yeah. like learning, learning about how these games work. Um, yeah. So that, so that was, that was tough. But, but I think, I think it was good for me to sort of like have that sort of like really, really rough kind of like banging my head against a wall kind of situation that early on, because the game, I think Limgrave is a really great area for teaching you that that's not how you play this game. You don't you don't need to mm. bang your head against the wall over and over again uh, until you see the cracks. I think that's that was a that was an expression that I saw someone use, and I thought that was great. Um, <laughs> the whole point is that you can you can just walk around, or you can go to the million different dungeons that there are in Limgrave, level up, go back, and absolutely flatten the guy. Um, yeah, and I think it teaches it it teaches you that 
from from the very start you know like you go out and you see the tree sentinel and you know a lot of people because they see, they see this big shiny gold guy it's like oh that's the, that's the first proper boss of the game and then he'll just flatten you and it's like oh <laughs> maybe that's not the first boss of the game <laughs> you know, and, it, and, I th- and and that happens so regularly throughout the game that it that it mm. kind of like force it kind of forces you to think in a completely different way than you usually would in video games like yeah. in like a lot of open worlds despite them being open worlds they're still fairly linear Whereas this, it's mm-hmm. it's 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 not. The, it'll point you in a linear direction, but you'll realise that if you go in that linear direction, you'll probably have a pretty rough time. So you, you yeah. need to explore everything and then uh, maybe follow the follow that direction. But you know, you don't even have to do that. Um, yeah. So yeah, the the first the the very first few hours were a tough time, but then you know, got into the swing of things, started sort of like getting a feel for the feel for the mechanics, like how I wanted to build my character and 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 like the sort of different characteristics of the different enemies and various bosses and and then I started to have just a really really good time it was it was very very fun for a while like even even in a frustrating frustrating boss fight where you die like five or six times before beating the thing you kind of you can see what you're doing wrong and you're kind of learning constantly and 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 I think that was great It, it being my first souls game I think that was probably if I'm gonna go and play the others now which i probably will um i think learning from this was probably i i feel might might have been the best way to do it i, I feel like mm. i don't i don't know you guys having experience in the souls, souls games i don't know but it feels like a good first even even specifically just playing Lim, playing the limgrave area feels like mm-hmm. a good yeah first soulsborne experience um um yeah yeah, Justin, what, what what do you think about what do you think about that? You know, it's funny. Uh, I think Limgrave is a really great area. Um, I, I I think it's probably for me. I think the most like dense area for exploration because mm-hmm. it feels like there are those little mini dungeons everywhere, right? Like yeah. within the first five minutes of walking out of Limgrave, you could choose to go left down to that beach, and then you're going through a mm-hmm. tunnel where you come across your first, like a boss, and then now you come out on an islands where there is a drag, you know, like there's like a, um, is there a dragon there? Like I only went there the it's one a, it's time. It's a dead dragon. It's that dragon. It's a dead church. dragon. It's yeah. The, yeah. It's dead yeah, dragon yeah, church. Yeah, yeah. And like, that's within yeah. your first, like 20 minutes of playing the game. I also yeah. think that Limgrave is also fucking dastardly for new players of these games who don't know what the game is trying to tell you. I think it is more confusing than any of their other games. Um, because, there is so much stuff that if you get distracted by this giant open world that you will just not understand and not know, like you will not know how to level if you, uh, you know, if, if you only have it like a tertiary understanding of what the game is trying to tell you and you are not following If you had like come in with some knowledge like, oh, those sites of grace are leading me to that first boss, right? But I don't want to do that because obviously I'm not ready for that yet. You might skip figuring out how to level for God knows how long. And if you do not return to that church in the evening, you will miss the fact that you could have those spirit ashes. So like without that knowledge, you could play 10 hours in that game just wandering in directions without having any way to level and having any spirit ashes. So while I think it's really good, it's a, it's a good first area, it can... Uh, put you behind the eight ball kind of fast. Well, I'll say this: the spirit ashes, yes. The leveling thing, no matter. I think it's no matter where you are. 
as soon as you rest, I think four times, I think it doesn't matter, matter what fire you're at, it will, it will, she'll pop up and give you the, like, you, but you have to rest at four, four different ones, right? Four or you have to rest yeah, four, can, like can, four. Yeah. Okay. So, it could be any four ones. It doesn't have to be on the path up to the castle. So I, the leveling I just thing I think would have happen, that. Yeah. 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 So, you know, um, I, you know, I think Lingrave is an, and Jake, hearing you say what you said is really interesting to me because like, I think, you know, all of our other games, right. Are equally as con- confusing if you're playing them for the first time, but generally there's like one way you have to go, right? So it's like yeah. you're you're gonna you're gonna you might you might you you might not know how to do something, but you're gonna be going the same way, and you're gonna start beating your head against something, and you're gonna be like, well, okay, like there must be something. Eventually, if you're if you're if you're trying to invest in the game, you're gonna think like, well, there must be something I'm not doing that that is supposed to press me forward. Um, and all the games have like a like a some sort of like you have to do a certain amount of things before you can ever level up. Like in Bloodborne, you have to get to the first boss before you can ever even level your character. Um, stuff like that. Um, what I think is interesting is they, they I think they were trying to solve for, well, but what if they just walk out the door and they decide to go left or right? Like, what are we supposed to do? Like, we, there has to be a way we can at least try to get them on the rails, which is why I think, like, I think those, those pointed sites, those pointed sites of grace that point you towards the castle... Like their intention is like, by the time you get to the site of grace, that's right before Margit, you will have stopped at four sites of grace and these things will happen naturally. Right. And you, and you will walk into Margit and then you'll walk and then you'll, you'll die most likely the first time. And then, then you'll get sent to the round table hold, which is like the, which is like the, the hub or whatever it is. Right. Um, and I think Justin, you're absolutely right though. I think that what happened was as the game was coming out before the game came out, there was a lot of reviews and a lot of chatter and a lot of people saying like, you know, the first, you're not gonna be able to beat the first boss. Like right now you have to go level up. And I I think those are well-meaning statements from people who said those statements, but I think it does like make people like triple think like their, you know, their, 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 the, the obvious path, which is like the game wants you to go and fail so that it can send you along the way to success. And sometimes I think people do like, like, well, uh, but I read that you weren't supposed to go this way, so I'm just not gonna go that way. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna go this way. Um, and um, and it's what I always say about every, every open world game, because we had a friend, Jackie, who played Skyrim and literally didn't get like the, the dragon yell for the first like 40 hours she was playing it because she didn't go, she just didn't progress those story quests. Cause she's like, I just wanna do all this. I was like, when you play open world games, just do the first couple things they want you to do before you start going crazy. Cause I'm guarantee you they're going to be giving you something you need. And this game is although so different from those kind of games, similar in that way. Um, I mean, Lingrave, here's the thing about it. Here's the thing I think is better, easier about it than a lot of other places. It's way easier than the first opening level of Bloodborne for sure. Like, like it, it is, it, it, there, there is not like, there is not like mobs of 15 enemies in a small confined space you have to walk through. Um, but Jake, as you said, you get to, you try to fight that tree sentinel, you're going to get flattened. You try to fight Margaret at level 10, level 15, you're going to get flattened unless you're one of these people who's really great at the games. Right. Um, and so I like that it's, and I agree, Justin, it's, it's definitely the most dense. I like that about it. I like how dense it is. And, and it definitely gives you a lot to do in your opening time. Um, you know, by the time you fought Margaret, um, like, and beat them, Jake, um, how long do you think you'd put into the game by then? Probably it, it was a, it was a it was a while. I actually did mm. like kind of go, going back to your 
point that you're making about following the path to fail and then go back. I, mm-hmm. I, as you said, like I listened to all of the sort of like reviews at the like before the game came out and various things like that about kind of uh, not being able to fight him, and and I I suffered from that. I didn't find the roundtable hold for like the first fifteen hours just because I didn't mm. I didn't even I I knew that Margaret was there, and I was like I'm not gonna even touch that, even though you should. But um, <laughs> I think yeah, by the by the time I actually beat Margaret, I think I was level kind of level 30 or 40 and i put on about 25 hours probably mm-hmm. it was it was it was it was a it was a good chunk of time um yeah yeah but i spent so much time i th- i think i spent i probably spent more time down in um the weeping peninsula than i did like the majority of limgrave but uh yeah it was it was a while as well i think just getting used to you know a completely new kind of way of sort of playing a video game it felt like uh yeah yeah you mentioned that too jake about like it's like very different right in combat and in mechanic than other games um how did you what what kind of unlocked for you like okay this is how i need to play the game like how what it was just experience or did something happen where you're like oh wait wait no this is it uh i don't know if it was i don't know if there was like one specific point i think it was just I think for a good amount of the time, it was just it was just use magic as much as you can just to sort of like get through. Um, yeah. But I think realizing that you're pr- not the majority of bosses, you're not going to beat them on the first try and you have to learn like pretty mm-hmm. precisely learn their mechanics and their, you know, their patterns and when to dodge and and like being in very specific windows. Most games are fairly lenient, you know. They, they'll have tough boss fights, but the you know the the timing windows for their attacks are fairly lenient, and they're much. Uh, they're sig- I think the the attacks are signaled in a very in a in a good way, but they're you know they're particularly with like Margaret, he'll kind of linger in the air for a really really long time, <laughs> yeah, and then suddenly really really quickly <laughs> hit, and that yeah again, yeah it's like things like that are things that I'm not not so used to, you know. It's it's just getting getting timing down i think that was kind of the main thing for me mm-hmm. like dodging yeah. precisely i think mm-hmm. that's yeah. one of the things i think that this game does that is so different than all of the other um uh bosses in in their previous games is their other bosses have wild mechanics but in this game the, it's wild mechanics and unpredictability with when they're going to attack like you know, having yeah. a, an attack keyed up in the air for forever. And then it, it, I feel like coming down at different intervals makes it really hard to get a feel for where, uh, you know, when to dodge, when to attack, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And it's something that this game does a ton. Yeah, for, for yeah, for sure. There I, needs I, to be a, there needs to be an addendum to that list, Bobby, of uh, Bloodborne bo- or, or, or Dark Souls bosses. Um, you know, Stomp Jomperson and the gangs all here and they hate you. There needs to be one for I'm going to attack at some point or something like that where it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. get ready, it's coming. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. And then there, there's you. a couple of bosses in this. Because I think I think as people have played Souls games before, Jake, I think that mechanic you're speaking about, like 
that's not something that has classically been in their games a lot of times. I think okay. they are constantly trying to do things with their bosses that will also, you know, mess with the people who have a lot of experience playing against hmm. the, the, these these bosses, right? Like in the past, you see a, a character a prime his attack. For the most part, it's time to dodge or roll like then. And it's not this kind of thing where they kind of like hold up their arms and like spin with you for as long. Like, and then it's been, it was funny because uh, when Justin and I were helping our buddy Andy, I'm, uh, we're facing one of the last bosses and he also has one of those attacks where he kind of like brings his arm up and just kind of like sits there and I'm watching Justin like roll around. I'm sitting on the outside and Justin just rolling and rolling and rolling and rolling <laughs> until he actually does a whole entire circle around the guy and the guy just brings his hammer down and probably exactly where he was into it originally. <laughs> and Justin's like, I was, I dodged. And I was like, Justin, I watched you do a total circle. <laughs> he's like, he's hands up in the air for so long. <laughs> like, yeah, I did the second, yeah, the second absolutely. I would stop rolling, he would bring it down. So I'm like, I'm just going to keep rolling. And like, the, I think the key to a lot of their bosses is never roll away. Always roll yeah. towards or around. Rolling away yeah. leads yeah. to death. And yeah. that's a, yeah. it's a, a lesson that has to get like brutally ingrained into you by dying a lot. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah. That was one of the things that just in general for these games in, as a whole that sort of helped me. Um, get more adept at playing them was someone when I was playing Bloodborne specifically was like, you need to stop dodging away, like dodge through or to the side because the, a lot of the bosses are made to punish you for, for dodging away because their attacks are longer than your dot, your, your roll, you know, uh, like speed is. So um, yeah, but market, especially I would say market and they do this a lot, which is that, they market is an amalgamation of all of the things that are going to make the game difficult for you past market, right? Like, like the delayed attacks, the area of effect attacks, the, 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 the kind of enemies that specifically aggro to you when you're healing, right? Like these are all things. Someone has a range, pulls out a range attack when you get farther away from him. And you know, when, you, when you're trying to back off, all of these things like are things that are going to come up throughout the entire game. And it's basically, you know, Elden Ring saying you need to learn how to deal with these now. So later you're not getting stuck on, on, on as many, as much stuff anymore. Um, and I think, I think it's a fighting market back, back when I started the game, I was like, man, if this is like the, 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 the sort of level of boss that's everywhere here. This game is going to be like really, really, really difficult for me. And I, I think, I, I think some of the bosses after Margaret are much easier than, than Margaret was. Um, but I think it's a really, really good first boss. Um, and a really good example of why you need to use spirit ashes and, you know, if, if you know, that kind of stuff, I think, I think it gives you all of that stuff in a, in a really interesting way. Um, so I, I yeah, I think Margaret's a really good boss. I think it's just a very hard boss to kind of start out the game with. Um, it was especially difficult when you uh, completely assumed there would be an entire other phase of the fight. And <laughs> <laughs> I said, Justin, oh, have you gone to a second phase yet? And he's like, no. And then and then you can tell him what happened. <laughs> so uh, Bobby, again, is ahead of me. And at that point, I had probably spent like, I don't know, 15, 16 hours in Limgrave, which I mean, just jumping back really quickly, the you could spend the entire the entirety of a Bloodborne playthrough in Limgrave itself, which is just this the we'll get into it, but the sheer size and scope of this game is is something to behold. 
But, you know, I had taken a couple of runs at Margit and it was just like, all right, well, I got him down to like a half health or three quarters health, but there's a whole nother health bar hiding behind this thing. So I was like, I'm just not ready yet. And so I'm like, I would just like go back and like level up some more. And I like, I was late at night too. And we were playing and I was like, let's just take one more run at him. And so like, I'm like kind of remaining quiet while we're in the party or whatever. And so I get him down and I'm like, fuck. I was like, I got no hell files left or whatever. And like, (laughs) all right, I'll always see what the second phase is. And then it was just like, great enemy fell. And I was like, I, I beat it. And Bobby's like, did you just no sell that? (laughs) And I'm like, where's the second health bar? He's like, no, there isn't a second health bar. It's just he starts doing different attacks. And it was like, I probably could have beat him <laughs> 10 levels ago. <laughs> um, which oh. made me uh, made me excited because there's there are few things in the world I hate than when you beat a boss and the boss gets back up with a second health bar. And oh I hate God, that. Yeah. And I was like, I was really yeah. hoping that I wasn't going to see that at any point in any of these fights. And then there are a few where it's like, yes, yes. I'd be. Oh, you motherfucker. Stay down. Please yeah. stay down. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, there, there's there, there's a few uh, of those. Um, so after Margit, right, um, um, you get into Stormvale Castle, which is like the what they, what they call one of their legacy dungeons, which is basically like, you know, Jake, just so you know, obviously you haven't played their games yet. Stormvale Castle and stuff like it. Is basically what is basically what the other games are made up of, right? Is are these like big labyrinthine dungeons or levels that have, you know, usually two bosses in them. Usually, you know, usually they'll have a mid boss and an end boss. Um and and they have Stormville Castle is like rounds playing to go Dark Souls Three. It is basically I I can yeah, yeah. lifted yes. it up and yeah, put it in I Dark Souls Three, yeah. you'd be like, okay. Yeah, it's it, so that's what they do. So that so um which I speaking just an overall thing of the game, which I think, which is one of the things when, what I think makes this game so good is that it adds all of this new stuff, great stuff to the soul sort of like format, but doesn't lose any of the stuff that used to make them great. Right. Cause Stormville castle is a great example of like, man, like, Oh my God, I can't believe I went down this elevator and then I walked over here and I went over here and now I'm back at this place. Like I opened this door and now I'm back at this place. Like that is such a a great feeling in those other games. And the fact they still have that here is wonderful. Um, And Stormvale, much like Justin mentioned how Lingrave is like the the densest and most full of things. Stormvale is definitely that for for the legacy dungeons, I think as well. Like Mm -hmm. it is so big. There are so many places to go. There are so many things to find so many NPCs, so many, it's just a ton of stuff happening there. Um, and you know, it can be definitely like a, a slog at times because you get into certain areas where you're like, okay, I just got to get through this area so I can find the shortcut back to the site of grace. So I never have to do these birds who throw fucking oh exploding my. barrels at me ever again. <laughs> so how did you feel about that experience, that dungeon, Jake? Yeah, that, that, that like after spending 25 odd hours in in Limgrave. That was another kind of completely new learning experience. Uh, mm-hmm. And and again, like the first like few, I don't, I don't, I don't, know, I don't know how long in in total I spent in Stormvale, but the kind of the first, mm-hmm. let's say, I don't know, first hour or so of Stormvale it was it was kind mm-hmm. of it was kind of rough just because it was uh, long long stretches where you didn't have you know you didn't have sight of grace and you were running out of running out mm-hmm. of heels and various things and there were lots of pretty tough enemies like like you said with the birds with yeah. knives on their feet they were 
oh, they were a bad time. But it, but again, it would like makes you think as as you sort of like get through, and then you have to go back. And once you die, and you're like going back and forth, mm-hmm. it kind of makes you just play more like thoughtatively and like not just running in thinking my sword can one hit this thing but their sword can also one hit me so you know it's like just again learning the patterns of the enemies even though they're you know they're not not bosses Mm. but there's a lot of them so you have to learn their patterns and like how they're grouped and various things like that um and and yeah it was it was and i ended up like really really enjoying stormvale despite the sort of like rough start it was it was and and you know the the i think the bit is it the uh what side of grace was it the uh the let's have a look sorry i've got the i've got the the fextra life interactive is it the lift side chamber yeah yeah i think it was the one (laughs) then you go out with the and the birds with the exploding barrels the birds are right there yeah yeah, yeah. that was was tough because then you go down a little bit and round and then there's a a larger enemy like a large knight enemy i don't know the name specifically yeah yeah and and he was a rough time so it's just lots of tough enemies back to back without any sort of any sight of grace or anything to sort of Mm -hmm heal you or anything like that and and but it i i think that's what i enjoyed about that area was kind of how how punishing it was which is which is weird because that that just sounds you're gonna love dark souls but yeah but it was it was it was it was it was fun it was just like incredibly rewarding yeah without Mm -hmm. being overly frustrating you know it was it wasn't a case Mm -hmm. of like i cannot get through this like I i felt like that with a few of the bosses where i was just like don't know how physically anyone does this but th- that area i was like this is hard but i'm i'm kind of chipping away at it and it feels it it, mm-hmm. it was it was it was fun and it was satisfying mm-hmm. and i felt like that was what the game was 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 trying to be was this sort of you know fun i don't know <laughs> i guess it's yeah, the, yeah that's no, no, it's it makes sense. totally makes sense yeah uh stormbell has i think one of the more unique um interactions in the game and maybe in the history of the Souls games, what did you do with the NPC character that um, gives you the hint right as you approach the castle? The the guy who is like, well, you could go through the gate mm. or you could go up around this way. The guards don't yeah. know about it. What did yeah. you do with I, that guy, Jake? I th- I think. I think I went. What What did I do? That's a good question. I think I went out the side gate, like he said, and then I got mm. killed by birds. And then I tried to go the main gate and just got, you know, hit with massive arrows. Yeah, it's so that's then, hell. Yeah, so, that so then I think, I think yeah. overall I ended up going the side gate. And uh, yeah, I, th- I think was that he doesn't he end up he ends up like stealing your runes or something like that, doesn't he? Like when you when you die, he like yes. nabs a few of your runes. Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah, realize that. Yeah, I, yeah. I saw that from like a. You didn't know this about Elden Ring article or whatever. But yeah. I was like, wow, that's really interesting. But yeah. Yeah. So I didn't realize that until I had actually cleared Stormvale Castle and I was in the next area of the game. I was in mm. uh Lernernia or whatever, the lakes. I'm in the lakes. <laughs> and I'm dying and I'm like, wait a second. What I swear I had more runes than this. And I had to look it up and I went back into the castle and I found that guy who is right where the boss is. And I murdered him, and I was, and that was so the last. That was, uh, that was the end of my. Like, as so he's not the, supposed to. Justin he's got not some sort of glitch. To. I had uh, a glitch. Yeah, um, yeah, I had, yeah. I had a few glitches in the game where characters were not where they were supposed to be, and I had things mm. happening to me that weren't supposed to happen. But yeah, yeah I was losing. 
hundreds of runes at a clip every time I died. <laughs> and I was like, this is no longer tenable. But like yeah. for me, like uh I died a couple of times in Stormvale, but I I I I played the game very carefully. If I had runes, uh I would really do everything I could to not die. When I do don't have runes, like after you you level up, it is the most freeing feeling in the world. Being like, I have such a great feeling. <laughs> I have two hundred runes on me. Oh my god, I could go just yeah. go balls out Run whenever it. I want, and I would die then. And at that point, if I was getting runes stolen, I didn't really notice. Um, yeah, but yeah, that is a like that is a sneaky good interaction, and like you could catch him in the act if yeah. you know that if you know to look for it. Like if you mm. turn around at some points, you could see him following you which mm. yeah, i you know it's just like something it. like the, the game does yeah. all these little things that it doesn't ever explain it, and we'll get into it later so many little things that unless you are really looking for it you're not going to see and that's what makes the game really really good mm. i love uh the way they do level design uh, for mm. all my issues with the soul series i am a huge fan of the way they design their labyrinths and the funny thing is in every other souls game i am like i don't want to explore <laughs> I want to live and and be done with this game as soon as humanly possible. And yet I explored every inch of Stormville. I went back down and did the optional boss just because I was like, well, like, I want to see it. I want to see everything the game has to offer. And so I explored that castle from head to toe. And uh, which was really funny because later there was a character I should have seen that I never saw. And Bobby was like, I don't understand. How did you miss this person? And I'm like, I don't know. I went into that room and they weren't there. And so it turns out I had a glitch where that character just did not show up. But yeah, it's a it's a good Um, it is a very good labyrinth. Yeah, it's it's great. And, you know, it Justin mentioned the, the level design like they are just very committed to their architecture everything having a purpose and everything being everything that you see being something that you can eventually interact with or, you know, experience. So you can walk up to the castle and be like, oh, there's scaffolding up here on the left. I wonder how I, uh, I'm ever going to go up there or is that just for show? And then, you know, two hours later, you walk out of a window and you're like, holy shit, I'm on the scaffolding that I saw, you know, two hours ago. You know, like that, they're really great at that stuff, you know, and yeah, they, they're like, it's like, oh, I, I went up this. Where does this elevator go? Oh, shit, it goes right to the side of Grace that I was at before. How You know, that like they're great at that. Um, Stormvale for me, what I think was so interesting about Stormvale is usually with their levels, and all, I think all their other levels are like this, all the other dungeons are like this, except for Stormvale, because you don't go in the front door, right? Because you go in the side area. You know, I'm kind of like, where am I supposed to be going? Like, am I supposed to be heading down? Am I supposed to be heading up? Like, what am I supposed to be doing? Yeah. Um, and when you get to that, like, courtyard, when you walk out that door and there's like, I don't know. 10 archers like waiting outside of that door for you um and then there's like that giant like omen dude with his like dog and and everything um you know i was like i guess i'm supposed to go through this like i I can't imagine like (laughs) this is here and i'm not supposed to go through this you know but then like you know to lead you around and you have to go all the way around and pass that troll and up and then you know uh, godric's there but you can also go to the left and there's more stuff to do your left and you're like you know it's like they, it, it's so big and like they i think they intentionally put you in a place to confuse you because they want you to they want new players especially to realize like there is no wrong way to go wherever you go there will be something there for you to find whether it be an item whether it be an area because there's a whole underground area of stormvale with a boss and like 
some lore stuff that's like you know pretty like that that's pretty cool that sets off some more npc quest lines and stuff like that um you know so it, all that stuff like it, i think it's really cool how they, they design that level and then i think i think the the preceding dungeons they kind of make them a little bit more i mean a lot they have branching paths but a, l a lot more straightforward because they know that like okay now you kind of have the idea that you can go explore if you want to we're not going to force you to explore if you don't want to um um what do we all think of godric as a boss justin uh i i thought it was a good fight uh i think yeah. i got him on my second time uh it was pretty I was early not a, it was pretty, yeah yeah I, I was not a fan of his second phase uh with the dragon arm yeah. uh, with the dragon arm uh fire <laughs> fire in this game is it's nasty and they use it in a lot of different ways but like my character was never very strong against fire uh, so, uh, I was, you know, uh, just basically spamming healing. Um, I actually, I think I beat him my first time I saw his second phase, but I just happened to be lucky and have like a lot of health left. Yeah. And so I, you know, it was basically when he did the fire move, I was, I was getting hit by it no matter what, but I just happened to have <laughs> enough damage on him where I could negate that. And, uh, I, I could win the straight punching matches where, how I, I won a lot of these fights. It was a cool, a, 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 a really cool design. I, I want to actually expand on that a bit. The designs of, of this game, like the bosses, all awesome. The second phases of bosses are, they, they take like an awesome thing and like expand on it by a ton. So like, oh, I'm just yeah. going to have this dragon arm now. No big deal. <laughs> really cool. Yeah. Like really, really they, cool. They, yeah, they, they, I, I always find that the second phases, if, if, if it's like a there's a physical change for their second phase, it's always a little bit gross as well. Like, Oh yeah, for like, sure. Like, yes. Godric was it was kind of gross, and I who was it? I think uh, is it Godfrey? Like kind of at the close to the end of the game, that yeah, was that uh -huh. was pretty gross. Yeah, like <laughs> they're cool. Like once you get into the fight, yeah. it's pretty cool. It's not so gross, but like the 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 yeah. cutscene in the middle, it's always like them ripping some dead animal's head open and sticking their arm mm -hmm. in it or something. It's, it's always a bit gross, but I think cool, generally, <laughs> Jake, you just nailed like Soul's design yeah. philosophy, which is it's awesome, but it's gross. <laughs> it's like the general like rule of all of their design. Yeah. Um, look at this thing. It looks so cool, but it also looks disgusting. <laughs> and then, like it's in constant pain. And like that's yeah. like the, that's what like you like everything is like. Yeah. It, when I mentioned like how hard Margaret, what Margaret was for me when I got to Godric, I was like, OK, here we go. This is the next step up. And I think it was like two or three times that that when i ended up beating him um i brought nephilim in like the npc um cooperate that you can bring in you know for that fight um and she was good like she drew a lot of aggro you know which is like the most important thing but when you when you bring in npc contributors just like when you bring in real people it ups the health of the boss so you're making so if if that npc dies early or something you're making your the, it, your life harder for yourself at that point but um i brought nephilim in and she was able to take some aggro and and like you know, I think I was still running faith at that point. So I was chucking some like fire balls out of my hand at him and stuff like that. And then getting in with my sword and hitting him a little bit. But, um, you know, that, that fight wasn't terribly hard, but, but cool. And I remember I was like, a, I, I remember when I was like ahead of uh, Justin and, and Andy and when they got to that boss and like, this boss is really cool. I was like, you guys have no idea mm. <laughs> like what's coming on some of the later bosses mm. because like, um, the, from is really i think one of it, the last great boss designing you know developers like that like a lot of times bosses are a lot of times in a lot of games when there are bosses you're like why is there a boss here like i it's just they just put a big health bar on an enemy i fought 
a hundred times already basically is what they're doing. Um, and especially in triple a games, indie games are, I think a little bit better, a little bit better about it, but especially in triple a games, you know, you're like, this is, this is just like a thing you do because this is what games do. Like you're not doing this because it makes sense for your design, but from is so dedicated to like this idea of, of boss fights that they often have some of the best. And I think Godric is great. Um, it, it kind of gives you a, 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 a peek into what the spectacle is going to be right of, um, the, uh, of, of later, later bosses. Um, when you beat Godric, you go, you go going to walk through his like throne room or whatever to get to the next, the next area. And when you walk through that area, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but like you, that, that thing, that symbol comes up in the right corner of your screen. That's like, this is like a non-attack area. This is like mm-hmm. a, um, I don't know if either of you finished off the quest that kind of like, that kind of like finalizes what that room is supposed to be. I don't know if you guys ever did that quest. I don't think no. I did. So, so Nephili, who you summon in there, if you do her quest and you give her these Stormhawk ashes that you find um, when you go through those belfries, those portals that can take you back, to, take you to weird places. One of them takes you back to the first boss fight of the game where you fight um, the grafted scion again. Um, in the room there, there is a thing, there are the two There are two ashes. One is like, oh, here's like a spirit ash you can use, and here's one that doesn't answer to anybody or something, it's like a key item. You give that to her, um, and eventually, after you beat a certain boss, I can't remember which one it is, I think it's after you beat Radon or something, she, she kind of takes her rightful place as like the ruler of the area. So she comes and becomes like the king of Stormvale, basically. And um, Gostic, if you haven't killed him, is like her like is like her gatekeeper. Um, and um, I forgot who the oh the guy uh, guy from the guy from Fort Hate. The guy who like you is like, excuse me, uh, my my castle's been taken over. Can you help me? I'll make you a lord. And he's like, I can't make you a lord. I, you know, whatever. Um, he goes there and he's like her, like he, he like works for her or whatever. He's like, you know, her advisor or whatever. And that kind of finishes off her storyline because she's actually the daughter or she's the descendant of Godfrey, basically, because his real name is uh, Horalu and she's Nephililu. So, um, so she is like a rightful heir or whatever to that world. So, but that area becomes like a little hub area where you can, there's a couple of like one of the guys becomes a merchant and you could buy things and it's like you get, you get an item for doing it too. Um, but after that, you walk out into, you've done this whole, oh, I've done all of Limgrave. It's so big or whatever. Um, and, and you walk out of that boss fight and you walk out into Lernia and I don't know about you guys, but when I walked out into that area, I was just like, holy shit, this thing is huge. Like, yeah. you're, like you're looking out into like the far distance. And I was thinking at the time, I was like, oh, that must be like, I'm looking at the whole game here. Mm. I'm looking at here's a castle like for one boss. And then, nope, it's just that one area. Mm. <laughs> it just happens to have two like big like things that you can do. Yeah. And I, I, um, I, I think it's, it's when you come out and you see it's basically that's basically half of Leonia as well, like that you can actually see because yeah. it goes to the. I think yeah. I don't know. If, I don't know if you can even see Rayo Lucaria at that point. You can see up to mm. the there's the big kind of cliff area, and it just looks so vast. And then there's like yeah. twice as much in that one area. It's just <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was that was <laughs> mind boggling. I think Lernia ended up being my favorite area of the game i think um i just like the way it's designed i like the look of it i'm mm. always a fan of in their games of like the gothic like architecture and like sort of like the, the the magic stuff like the lore of the magic the way it looks the way it behaves um 
And so I really like that area a lot. Plus there's a lot of cool like NPC quests that you can pick up there and stuff like that. Like it's how you, you can, it's how you can get the quest to get to Volcano Manor much easier than mm. the, the actual, just like, let's just brute force my way into Volcano Manor. Um, there is that, that lady who you can give the, the eyes to so she can eat them. <laughs> um, there's like the, um, you know, there's Carrie a Manor. There's, you meet the blacksmith who can, I mean, if you look to your left, when you get to that side of grace, you can see the nine foot tall um, or whatever, 20 foot tall giant blacksmith with the mirror helm on. Mm. And he can give you some somber smithing stones. I say this who because would, Justin missed him. That? Justin miss totally that? missed him. <laughs> <laughs> so like, where is he sitting? I was like, Justin, go to the side of grace. You can't yeah. miss him. <laughs> <laughs> so I missed uh, I missed a lot in this game mm-hmm. when it comes to NPC quests. Um, I think I did as well. So Bobby mentioned bringing in a, a a fight at Morgoth or whatever, uh, a, a, like an NPC. I, I have no idea yeah. who you're talking about. No idea <laughs> who, who that was whatsoever. Uh, for somebody who explored as much as I did, and I did mm. because my yeah. level at the end of the game was extremely high for somebody who never yeah. grinded. Um, yeah. I somehow missed all of these quests. And that like it bums me out in a way because... It, they, they sound awesome. Like there, there was an entire area around Volcano Manor that I missed um, until I beat the game. And then the next day when I was cleaning up trophies, there was like, I'm like, well, I'm missing an achievement. Where is this boss? Like, where is this one boss? And I was just like, I, I looked it up and I was like, I have no clue where this area is. How did I miss this? Um, so, yeah, like I ended up missing a lot of NPCs, especially the very big tall man reading a book literally yeah. <laughs> right next to a site of grace um because because he, he's like oh i need a smithing a somber smithing stone three and i was like just go buy it from eg he was like what are you talking about and i was like the dude who sells you somber smithing stones um <laughs> um but um but yeah so i i really like that area a lot like i like i kind of like the idea that like you know, there's these two like like kind of peninsulas on either side and then the middle there you know that, that's where the academy is um I, I i did carry a manor first and man that was one of those times you talked about jake you getting stuck in a certain place there's a part in carry a manor first of all it has those hand spiders on the ground which oh god, i hate yeah. oh god no, even to the end of the game when i was super powerful i was like i don't want anything to do with these yeah. things <laughs> nothing to do with these things they freak me out i don't like them um but once I got through there, you, you kind of get to this area where you have to kind of walk across. You're kind of at the top of the manor and you have to kind of walk across these like bridges almost like buttresses or whatever. And these like ghost people pop up mm. like while you're walking and they come up behind you and in front of you. And I had such a difficult time like getting through that that point. That like I, I didn't have any I didn't have any really good range at that point. I was still just running like a faith thing or whatever. And I was just like, I I can't. Like, I can't do this right now. Like, I'm just having a t- too much trouble, like, getting getting through this, you know? Um, and that took me a long time to get through that. And that was one of the times where I was like, man. And, I, and, I, and that was the time where I treated it like a Dark Souls game, basically. I was just like, I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to keep beating my head against it until I get through it. Because, like, I just, I, I don't want to leave and come back because I'm not going to want to come back. Because um, I know it's optional. You know, I like, I know this isn't, like, the thing. Um, so that area was tough for me. Um, and that the, the boss of that area, the, the Loretta, the knight of the, the carrion like manor or whatever, carrying Royal family. I had a lot of trouble with that, that boss. Like mm. I, I just, 
it just be- beat me up a lot. Um, and, but it is where I found the sword of night and flame. So I can't, I can't, I can't all, I can't, it can't be angry all the way about that area. But, um, like design wise, very cool, but I had a lot of trouble with, with, with that, with that place for sure. I went um, to the study hall first. Oh yeah. And I cleared that place out and then was like, where do I go? Like, I, I don't understand. <laughs> and you're like, oh, you have to come back here later. And I was like, Ugh. it was very hard getting through that area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a very hard area. That that uh, Perceptor, Miriam or whatever is a pain in the ass, like an NPC invader or whatever mm. to get through. So before um, I, I even got to Rhea Licardia's uh, manor, I, uh, I went into like, you know, I was in explore mode and I went through yeah. that crevice all the way to the top. And started climbing up all those ladders and and, and mm. uh, straight up that cliff face until I hit the magma worm. Yeah. And I did the magma worm and then got into the Atlas Plateau before I had ever even seen the evil Harry Potter school. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but that's cool, too. Like that, that, That's one of the great thing about these games, right? You mentioned just like. How do you turn level design from the Souls games into geography? And that's one of the ways they do it, right? Which is that like, yeah, you can go get those two halves of that medallion and you can take the lift up like you're supposed to, or you can you can go through this cave system and climb up and then you're out into this later area, you know, just just by kind of exploring an ingenuity, which I thought was cool. Mm. Um, and, uh, and then there's also, of course, there's Rhea Lucaria, which is the evil, evil Harry Potter school, which is Justin is mentioning. Um, and um, how did you like that dungeon, Jake? I I really enjoyed Rayleigh Carrier. I th- I I, fi- I found mm. it a lot uh, less stressful than uh, than Stormvale. Um, it felt a lot more straightforward. But I had I did have to switch up my the way that I was playing quite a lot because up until that point I was very heavily just using magic. Um, mm-hmm. But obviously it's a it's a magic school, so they've learn to <laughs> deal with people that are using magic um but uh-huh. just just before i think i was in the what's the village called it's the vi- the village of the albanorix i that's where i found the oh the, yes I, that's such a cool place yeah it was really cool I, I, that's where i found the crystal sword yeah. and um mm-hmm. so i switched to that because that scales was intelligent so that's great and um mm-hmm. and then i had a much easier time like i was i was i was taking down those horrible z- zombie skeleton creatures that suck away all of your fp um oh yeah i was dealing with them fairly fairly easily which was quite which was quite good but they came in kind of they came in hordes so that was like oh i'm dealing with like 10 of these guys at the same time so that was quite interesting <laughs> but um yeah large, largely it was it was a, a relatively stress-free experience um until until fighting uh what's his name red red wolf Ra- rad red wolf radagon is that his name the the kind of red wolf of radagon yeah, i think it is yeah. the red wolf and of radagon that, yeah that that was that was tough cuz cuz that was a uh, kind of the first time that i was facing a boss where i wasn't uh intentionally doing it from range just because there is no range mm. in that tiny little room that you're fighting him and he and he closes no. in on mm. you really quickly um but that was like yeah that was a uh, that was a, it was a good it was a fun boss fight but it was it was it was quite tough um yeah, and then, yeah, I don't know if you wanted to get on to talking about the Renala fight just yet, but uh, absolutely, yeah, yeah, I, th- yeah. I think that was one. 
where at first I found it really, really stressful just simply because there wasn't a sight of Grace anywhere near her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there weren't any uh, Stakes of America. So that was like, you have to run a really long way to get to this and you have to go past up, up the up the stairs where the ball comes down and like learning the mm -hmm. pattern for that was fine. But it was just like, if you if you like messed it up a little bit and you die, you have to run all the way back. It's just a bit annoying. But kind of, I kind of learned to sort of get along with it because the and then the first phase of her fight, I sort of just worked out the pattern of what you needed to do of just killing that one yeah. with the kind of gold shimmer around their head and then moving mm -hmm. on to the actual main section of the fight. And that was good because that fight, again, like sort of going on from uh, Red Wolf of Radigan, being, it was a fight where I was just a lot more aggressive than I have been previously uh, mm -hmm. because I was just two-handing a sword and you can get fairly close to her and that's kind of the way to do it. Like to hopefully like, you know, use, use, a, use a spirit summon to hopefully aggro her spirit summons away and then just go and attack her. It was just a, a different way of thinking about the bosses versus before it was either kind of be at range or be a bit more sort of, I don't know, be slower and wait for an opening. Whereas with her, I was just like, just run at her and attack her. And that, that worked. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. it was, it was. Cause if you can stun her, cause if you can stun her out of her animations, she won't be able to do any of those like big attacks that mm. she sort of like primes at you. Yeah. 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 Yeah, um, yeah. I thought Ray Lucario was very cool. Uh, you know, I I had a tougher time with that fucking guy guarding her elevator than I had with the uh, her, the boss itself. Yeah. That like knight, yeah. that yeah. guard elevator. And the way I ended up getting him was completely by accident because I was like, I just wanted like I just want to unlock this elevator. So I ran to the elevator and 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 got it to start moving up. And he actually killed me when I was sitting on the elevator. But he like backed up off the elevator and just fell to his death. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then. I got his, it was, and I got yeah. his shield or whatever the, yeah. you get for beating him, and I was like, okay, I was like, oh. is he gonna be back when I get? And he was not there anymore. Yeah. I was like, very nice. Um, the cool thing about Ray Lucaria is that, you know, like I said, like the path you have to walk down is much more clear in this than it is in Stormvale, but there is so much to explore if you decide to go off because like you you can basically walk across the entire rooftop system yep. of the of the of the academy there's a ton of secret rooms there's talismans hidden all over the place there there's there's like there's enemies in places that are weird you can actually teleport to that um the church with that the turtle pope in it if you want to um and i did that and i was like oh fuck <laughs> i can't get back <laughs> I was like, I got to transport back and go back from that side of Grace now. Um, uh, There's also, um, I mean, uh, the Academy holds uh, a shortcut to Volcano Manor as well, which mm -hmm. is not a shortcut that you know about. It's you like, yeah. oh, crap, I'm dead. Oh, no, there's lava everywhere. I'm actually in hell because that's what happened yeah. to me is um, I got eaten. I, I took that uh, that gear system all the way down to the bottom. And there's mm -hmm. one of those horrendous machines that grab you and eat you. And yeah. then I woke up in uh, Volcano Manor, and I was well, like, well, I, I never now. I may as well." You never got that. That you never had that no, happen. I, I never. I never oh, went. Yeah, that's what... I never went down on the the sort of like gear lift system. The, 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 yeah, the, so like, I went the, all the way to of, the bottom. Yeah, the, 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 I, kind of a similar thing with uh, with Stormvale. You're talking about the whole underground area. I didn't even touch that. I didn't know that existed. <laughs> so, <laughs> there's so so many things that I just just like completely missed. Just you know, just. I thought I was exploring these areas like thoroughly and I knew full well mm. that there was so much more to explore, but I was just like, I don't, I, 
I felt like I'd yeah, explore so tons. There's a, but, it's yeah. not like there's it's not like it's a big area down there, but there is mm. like one of those like tall machines that like will grab you and put you into their yeah. furnace. And I was like, oh shit, I died. And I, I died, but I woke mm. up in Volcano Manor. And then oh, wow. from there yeah. I was just like, well, I'm here now. And so I went through and started like that's what I loved about this game. I was like, it, it, it to me it it reminded me so much of how I play Bethesda games, where it's like, you know, like I'm just exploring. And so that's how I ended up doing a lot of the game is just like I, I I hit every area. If I came across an area, I was clearing that area out and then going back and doing whatever I was doing. So I was in Volcano Manor and I was just like, all right, well, obviously I'm here early where I thought I was. And I came across like the boss of that area, which is another nightmare. But I was I, I was a high enough level that I beat it. And then I came out and I forget where it puts you. Does that also put you on a different end of the Atlas Plateau? It puts you into no. It puts you onto Mount Gelmir, but like yes. in, on, on like that river, that river in Mount Gelmir, basically is where it yeah. puts you. Uh, yeah. And so then I went back and then and ended up uh, from there being like, okay, I should go back and, and finish the magic school. And so there I went back and fought Renala. Um, yeah, we didn't even touch on this when we were talking about Limgrave, uh, but I I think the the coolest part I think of, for me of the entire game is when you're in Limgrave and you're running away from a giant fucking bear and you come across a building <laughs> and you're like, where does this elevator go? Oh yeah. And yeah. it takes you down to Noxtella and yeah. uh, you're like, Oh my God, there is an entire other area underneath mm. this giant area. And then, I mean, it gets only bigger from there. Um, yeah. It's like when but, you find the map piece because you're like, Oh, this must just be like a little, like, little side Small area like, little like a area. catacomb like a catacomb basically yeah. and then you find a map piece and you're like what <laughs> this area is huge i mean elden ring um, is amazing because it has an entire other game underneath the first game the yeah. cat like the you know for, uh, stretching from you know noxtella to all these other areas the sewer system underneath the royal capital yeah. and uh deep yeah. depths and all that stuff where it's like yeah. oh my god there's an entire other game under here um, yeah. But that that moment for me of being like, wow, this game is big mm. um, was just something that we skipped when we were talking about. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I had the underground sub uh, uh, like as another like kind of full okay. section. That so we we'll, were, get, we'll we get there. About. But yeah, yeah. But for sure, you know, I wouldn't forget about those sections. Um, uh, yeah, I like um, I think I was a little bit under leveled when I was doing um, carrying manor and like this area and and the magic school and ray lucaria um but i was i i kind of pushed through, i was like basically it was that point where i was like i need to just push through this and get through this because this is the kind of stuff that will usually stop me when i'm playing these games it's like I don't, but i'm just gonna put, i'm gonna put my head down i'm just gonna get through them um and i did um that transition uh, one of the i love about that like that transition when you know, you, you get her, I, you know, I beat the first health bar. I was like, there's no way this is, this is, there, I was like, there's no way this is the boss fight. I was like, there's going to be another health bar for, for Renala. Like, there's no way, like, this is just too easy. It's just too easy. Um, and that transition when like Ronnie is like, you know, you're going to leave her, you're going to leave my mother alone or whatever. And she kind of like conjures like the former glory of Renala. And like, you're, you're now you're in that like lake with like the giant moon. And she's, you know, she's like looking all like badass at you. So cool. And I think like, you know, that fight is interesting because like, it's really just about either stunning her out of or avoiding these sort of like megaton magic attacks that she does. Right. If you get caught in like the Comet Azur, basically the Kamikamiha that she does, like you're going to die. If you get caught, 
you know, in like, if you, all the little like stars that come out of her that she sends out, hit you at one time, you're probably going to die. You know, you, you, you just have to avoid those things. And if you can just kind of beat her up a little bit, you know, uh, you can do it. And I had a weapon that could, you could stagger pretty decently. So I was able to like stagger her out of most of the things. But the first time she like summoned her own spirit ashes and it was like a fucking dragon. <laughs> I was like, I was terrified that it was just going to stick around till I killed it. That was the thing I like, I had, that was my main sticking point. The first couple of times I lost was I was like, do I have to beat these things that she's like summoning? I know they go away. Like after a couple of moments after they try to attack you, but it was definitely like, that was a big, a big part of, of that fight. Um, I saw the design of the fight and it also unlocks the ability to respect. Right. So that was cool. Um, and this game, I would say the respecting thing is a major component because it, in the past with their games, if you made a choice to really hard, you know, level into one a group of categories. And then you found a weapon late in the game that you were like, Oh man, this would be so cool to use. It would just be like, well, I guess that's going to be new game plus or whatever. Cause I'm not, I can't re I, There's no, there's no way I'm going to be able to level into that unless I just grind for hours and hours and hours. And this game, it takes a resource, but that resource is not that difficult to find. You know, I think I had like, I think I found like 10 of them or something in my first playthrough, maybe eight of them or, or whatever it was. Um, it takes a resource, but you can just go to this person, fast travel this person and just go, Hey, I want to change my, my ability scores. And then, cause I found a cool weapon that I would rather use right now. Um, and that was great because it really made just like the rest of the game. I think it a little bit more pliable to what you wanted to play. Um, but yeah, I really liked that whole area. There's that one area with like, the, I think it's in Lernia, right? Where you, you get to like the, the, they find that tower that has like basically the eye of Sauron on top of it, which is like the madness like those yeah, guys like yeah. cropping the Magnus on you. Like that stuff is just cool. You're just driving. Oh, I'm just driving. I'm just riding my horse around. You're like, what the fuck is the status effects starting to build up on me right now? And I love that stuff. Like about their games where you like, you just, you don't know what's around different corners. And when you think, just when you think, you know, what's coming up, they pull something on you that is way different. Just That's like where the four belfries are as well is in that yeah, area. Yeah. The four belfries are cool. I don't know. Jake, did you, did you find the four belfries? Did you explore them at all? Uh, that doesn't ring a bell. Like the, oh, there are these four pun, pun. teleporters, three teleporters, sorry, mm -hmm. in this area in Lernia where you have to do these special keys and they'll take you to certain places. Okay. So one of them takes you back. So one of them takes you back to the, the first boss fight mm -hmm. against the, that you die at, at the very beginning of the game. Right. Um, okay. the, the grafted scion and you can kill that. You get to kill that your revenge tour on that thing and kill it <laughs> and there's um, secret there's there is like secret stuff there like and that, that yeah there's secret that stuff there building yeah. that you wake up in there is things above yeah. you there that you can only get when you come back to that area yeah okay. um, no i didn't, and I didn't they uh, take you to a couple of different it. places yeah so one of them is and this is this is what's really cool about it one of them is like uh another side of a bridge that you look at when you're in like the underground area you're like how the heck do i get across that bridge because there's other stuff over there it takes you it takes you over there and there's like a, a crucible night you can kill over there um, but one of them takes you to Faramazula at like super early oh, in the wow. game. And I found yeah. it like I was, I went to it and I was like, I, I, I went, I went to teleport and I, I woke up and it was like crumbling Faramazula. And I, it just, you're on, you're on a floating piece, like out away from the main level. You can't interact with the main level, mm. but you can see the storm and the, and the area. And I was just like, where the fuck is this? <laughs> like what? Like, <laughs> You know, like, where, where is this part of the game? Yeah. Like this game is so much bigger than I ever even imagined. Like, yeah. what is this area? Yeah. You know, um, it's neat. You know, just like, you know, early in the game, you get transported up into like Kalid or up into the capital. Mm. And you're like, you're just like so far 
you know, off the the map that you have, and you're like, what 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 am I doing yeah. here? That teleporter uh, that's from the Pen- Peninsula that takes you up to the royal capital, where you have yeah. to fight the yeah. giant guy, and yeah. you're obviously mm-hmm. not meant to survive at first, but you see yeah. that yeah. that huge dragon, that yeah. massive <laughs> massive dragon, yeah. where you're like, yeah. what is this place? <laughs> and it's, it's also the fact that yeah. it's like you can it's, you look down and you see this like huge city. And it's like you, you can't yeah. you can't see it from anywhere where you are at that point in time, like, like down in Limgrave. You can't see yeah. any remnants of like this massive city. And then you just it's just yeah, it just shows how vast the game is that it's like I I, I assumed that this was going to be when you when you get teleported to the to the capital. I assumed that that was going to be like a separate map kind of thing where, you know, mm-hmm. you get teleported there at some point, like for the story. And it's like a whole separate section of the game. It's like, no, it's, it is fully attached, but it's just, the map is just so huge that you just, yeah, it's impressive. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's very impressive. Very, very impressive. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, L- L- Lernia, I think, if, if, if anything else they wanted to say about Lernia before we move off and we go to the nightmare area? <laughs> uh, no, I mean... It's like I, I thought that was a, like a really cool area of the game. There's a, there's a lot there. I think it's probably the area. Well, maybe not as dense. There is more there, I think, to see than even Limgrave. Like yeah. uh, I'm talking about with like uh, hitting catacombs and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. there is just a lot of stuff around those lakes that you run into and you're like, huh? OK, mm-hmm. like yeah. I'll have to come back <laughs> to this later. Yeah. 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 That's where I experienced my first my first death bird fight as well. When I was like, just happened to be riding past a place I'd never ridden past at night, and all of a sudden it was like death bird, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> mine was uh, I've been mine here was in the peninsula. Times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So let's talk about Caleb. Um. Oof. I found Caleb. I was exploring Limgrave, right? I was exploring Limgrave, and I was just like, "Oh, what's across this bridge? Let me just walk over this area." And all of a sudden, the sky turned red. <laughs> and and I and I well I, I found a church and I got I got invaded by an NPC invader like when I got to that church yeah like the um and I killed that invader and I was like walking around and I saw those like giant velociraptor dogs and like the the giant birds like sitting on top of like a skeleton and I was like I don't think I'm supposed to be here <laughs> right now this seems like this is way too hard yeah. uh, for me at the moment I think I should probably go somewhere else. Um, and no matter what level I was at or how long I was into the game, that's how I felt every single moment I was in Caitlin. Mm-hmm. I was like, please, can I just get out of here as fast as humanly possible? Mm-hmm. Um, they always have areas like this in their games where you're like, I just hate being here. Um, and this is that one for me. I was like, I don't, I just don't want to be here. Um, but it's got a lot of like, interesting stuff and cool stuff and and it's got like a billion dragons the amount of dragons that are in Kaled is insane um jake what what, what was your experience in Kaled? uh it's, it sounds like it was largely the same uh where it's <laughs> just it just i think the whole the whole game i loved exploring kind of you just like finding little nooks and crannies Kaled, i did not love exploring because you are constantly being attacked by something there was constantly something yeah. aggroing to you. Um, but my first experience, I'm sure, is probably the same as most people's first experience, where you get teleported uh, to 
that one cave, the crystal cave. Oh, the uh, crystal cave or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So I got <laughs> I teleported there that. and I walked out. Oh, did you not? Oh, oh really? Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I walked out and just got one shot by one of those horrible little prawn things. And I was like, okay, I'm not, not going back there. But then, <laughs> then I, then I looked at, looked at, looked up on the wiki to find the, uh, meteorite stuff. And it was like, it's in Caled. Uh, you have to go through this teleporter to get here. And I was like, oh, Damn it! So I've got to go through. <laughs> I but, gotta go back. Yeah, but I, but luckily, getting the meteorite stuff and I think it's um, rock sling the spell. Rock sling, pretty close yep. to each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, getting them wasn't too bad as long as you you uh, ride torrent and kind of just avoid everything. It's actually it was actually okay getting them. Um, but yeah, from yeah. that from that very point, just riding through the lake or what's the what's the what's the lake actually called? It's not the Lake of Rot. That's a whole separate section. But you know. The lake that's uh, in Aonia Swamp, yeah, the swamp yeah, of swamp of Aonia, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, riding through that, he just kind of was the rest of my experience with the entirety of Kayla. That's like just riding through, being like, nope, 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 nope. Every <laughs> <Yep>. single, <laughs> every single hour. Uh, I think I thanked everything for having torrent in in, yeah. in that area. That was that, that <laughs> where I was like, oh, I'm so glad torrent exists because yeah. I can just speed past all this shit. Yeah. Um, the, the thing about Kale is it's it's uh it's a terrible place to be, but um it includes a couple of my favorite things in the game, which is um I think like the it has one of my favorite side quests in the game, which is the which is the Millicent uh side quest, which is the g- woman you've, you talk to Gowrie, who's that guy in the shack, who's like oh uh, yeah yeah um there's a woman like a girl who's overcome by the Scarlet Rod up in this church, mm-hmm. and she has a quest that takes you basically through the entire game like in, all the way through an optional area of the game yeah, um, her and her quest. It's a long quest, but you get a really good reward for it. it, it when, if you, when you finish it and um, it's just cool, it's got a lot of cool aspects to it. And um, it has a lot of like, Oh, you know, you can bring her in to help you do things and you find her in certain places and you find items throughout the game that you give to her that kind of like progress the quest. It's just, it's just a really good quest. Um, I like that a lot. You do have to fight that guy, commander O'Neill in the middle of the swamp to progress it. Mm. And that that fight itself is not that bad, except there are these things called the clean rot knights, which like spawn in the swamp. They kind of have like those Valkyrie looking like helmets and stuff on, and they kind of patrol the swamp. And when I was fighting this boss, I had to, I was trying to like avoid some of his attacks. And I, I, and I hit a point where I actually aggroed the clean rot knights and they came over to the boss fight to, to also try to attack me during the boss fight. So Ouch. like that was a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> That was an absolute nightmare. And of course, Scarlet Rot is like the worst status effect in the game. It, you know, it's the most damaging. It's the one that keeps building up even mm. when you've like removed yourself from whatever's causing it. Mm. So it is, it is, they always, all the games have something like this in them. And this is that one. And it just has to be a whole area that's kind of based around it in, in a lot of ways. Um, uh, uh, but so that area is, is, is nightmare. But I also liked like the, the, the town of sorcery, like Cilia town of sorcery, but that was neat. It had a little puzzle thing to it. Um, but tell me about the boss there. It was trivial. Cause I had like, I was yeah. so high level that I like, it was like, it was like four hits and the, and one of the bosses was dead. So, and I brought my mimic in with me and it was basically, I could let the mimic solo it. Basically. I could have just like stood back, let the mimic fight them. Um, yeah, I think, I think my uh, experience with that boss was I, I saw the, the kind of golden haze and I kind of forgot about it. Like yeah, yeah. it was like a few hours later, and I was like trying to find a way to sort of like gather more runes. So I was like, "Oh, there's that boss!" Yeah. And then I went back yeah. and just—I think I basically just two hit them. Like, <laughs> so, yeah. like that was uh, yeah. anticlimactic. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Justin, how did you feel about Caleb? 
Well, you know, the first time I went there, um, there was one thing that stuck in my craw for a while. It was actually when I was in um, Limgrave. I was on a beach and there were these items up on a cliff face. And I could not figure out how to get these items. And eventually it dawned on me, like, I must have to take a tunnel that comes out that I just can't see. And I figured that the tunnel was in Kaled. So I got into Kaled by just, uh, you know, jumping over that little rock wall, calling Torrent, and then hugging the coat, like hugging the, the, like the, I guess, southernmost part of it, and just going down till I found a castle. And in that castle, I w- this is where I thought it was, is like the, the first time you see one of those like lion things, like patrolling oh, with around sword. Oh, yeah. with a sword yeah. in it. And so I jumped in there and was just like, I picked up a couple of items and just said, like, oh, obviously, clearly, I'm just not ready for this yet. <laughs> when I returned there, um, I actually got taken, what was it, up a lift? And that was my first time getting back into Kaled, where you ju- come across the where the giant pot is. That was the second oh, time yeah, I went yeah. into Kaled. And I was like, well, yeah. this isn't fun either. <laughs> uh, but I thought the actual area itself is probably the most or one of the cooler looking areas in any of the souls games I've played. Um, it, mm. it makes you feel bad, but like you look and you see these giant skulls that are like caved into like the mountainsides and like, it's, mm. it's a cool looking area. And when you are stronger and able to like go up to those velociraptor dogs and those birds and fuck <laughs> them up. Like, I think that was the first time uh, I ever felt like, Oh wow. Enemies killing enemies here is worth it because they would drop like at the time, like 2000 runes. And yeah, that yeah. was like at, at, at that point, I only needed maybe like 20,000 to level or 22,000 to level. And so I was like, I'm killing everything in sight here because I'll get an easy <laughs> level out of it. Um, and that area is cool. Like there, there's a there is a lot there. Um, what's the uh, what was the one thing that we did there? Um, some of those I I. Well, we- I, I we did that cave. Thing. That's where that's where the that's scarab, where the cave the is. Yeah, that's where the scarab is. is. And that that fight is annoying. That cave is annoying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a cave, cave of scarlet rot. Basically, yeah. that's all it is. It's a cave <laughs> full of scarlet rot. There is a lot of like just yeah. like neat areas there. I, I forget the tower there. Is is that the tower where you're co- continually going down? Like you're platforming down, or is that that was the Ray Lucario one? Um, that was the Ray Lucario one. Okay. Uh, the, the oh no 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 the Kaled Tower one you do have to go down because you have to you have to like you, you have to come to it from a cliff outside. and like jump yeah. yeah climb up the outside yeah. of it and then you have to go and then inside. go, go yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought that yeah. was <sighs> that sucked. The, uh, let me tell you, <laughs> as much as I enjoyed these games and I love the fact that they added a jump button, platforming in these games, ne- platforming in this game never felt good ever. And there is an entire tower for you to like. Let me walk to the edge and then drop and land on this tiny little platform and then jump onto <laughs> another platform. That all felt unbelievably bad. Um, yeah. They've always loved their like weird platforming sections um, and they never have a jump button in their games. You have to do you have to do like a certain like you have to run and double tap a button. It was always jumps always been a pain in the ass in their games. And this game like, well, we got a jump button, so we're going to do all the platform <laughs> we possibly can. <laughs> That was where the game first broke uh, its own rules for me because you land on a platform and that platform falls like mm-hmm. 20 stories like and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I w- obviously wasn't supposed to land on like land on this. I'm dead now. And then you land and you're like, I'm totally fine. The game is ignoring its own <laughs> rule base. OK. Uh, 
Um, yeah, that, oh, that would be the first that mean to you. Yeah, the, and <laughs> at the bottom of that tower is where you have to fight the first um, Godskin, like one of the Godskin guys for the first time. That guy sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So Kaled as an area looks really cool. Sucks. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's a rough area. Like 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 Jake said, I liked exploring all the other areas. I did not like exploring in Kaled. It does have that giant dragon that you can kill and get a shit ton of runes early in the game if you just like go to it and like hack at its tail for a while. Um, um, if you kill it, all the other dragons around it though, end it at the same time. You got like yeah, early in like you know I got like one hundred fifty thousand runes when it <laughs> it cost me like thirty two thousand to level, and I was like I just leveled up yeah. five times. That's <laughs> awesome. What, what all the guides that are like, hey, here's how to get powerful early in Elden Ring. It basically tells you to get there like super early, like when you're super low level, where it costs like. 2000 runes to level up oh wow so it's basically just like kill that yeah 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 it's it's crazy when you do like that um that was the you know uh, uh, caleb has the one area that i came across the first boss i came across i was just like no i i can't do this and it's uh the gargoyle outside the bestiary or whatever uh oh yeah 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 the the black blade kindred outside of uh outside of the beast's clergyman yes Uh, Uh, i don't i don't uh, think i even attempted that (laughs) that uh, the gargoyles in this game were a nightmare for me because my attacks were not suited for it. Uh, mm-hmm. So that that fight, that fight was bad. And so like I had tried it for a couple of times. So it was just like, this is like, I had to say like, Justin, this is exactly what we were talking about. Go in another direction. And then later yeah. I got teleported and ended up behind him. And I was like, all right, now I'll yeah. try it. And the fight went much better 15 mm. hours later. Yeah. I don't even think like the game really even expects you to fight him at, at, a, at a certain point. Mm. I think it's like, um, it's like a, it's a temptation for you mm. yeah, or whatever. But sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say because that that goggle does it doesn't aggro to you, does it? Unless you intentionally attack it. Or I don't think. It, uh, maybe no, if, if you, you stand, pass directly yeah, in front of him, if you pass directly yeah. in front of him, it, he'll aggro to you. Yeah. But if you come up and go around him and go back into the into the the, the beach, once you're behind him, he doesn't even hmm. realize you're there anymore. He yeah. doesn't care about you. Yeah. Um, but Kayla does have what very well might be like the most spectacular looking boss fight they've ever done, which is the Radon star scourge uh, boss fight. First of all, like what, I don't know what sets the set sets up the castle to be this way because the first time I played through it, I didn't go, I didn't go to red main castle until it was already this way, but I, I teleported into like the, the, the area in front of the castle from that tower that you can go up to in Kaled. There's like a teleporter to take you across that bridge. Um, and there was nobody there. There was no, they, there, cause I went there another time with my other second character. And when I got there, they were shooting arrows at me and there was people everywhere. There was nobody there. And I was like, what's going on? And I just like walked in and I was like, there was two of those lion guys like patrolling on the bottom floor, but there was no enemies. And I was like, what's, what's going on here? And I'm walking around and I'm just like, I'm like, what the, I'm expecting, I'm expecting it to be like the next dungeon that I have to do to get to the boss. Right. Nobody's attacking me. There's like this, like halo ass sounding music playing like these monks <laughs> chanting you know they're like oh and i walk into that courtyard and i'm like hey what are all my what are all my buddies doing here <laughs> the big the big big jar man's there the wolf dude is there you know um and you know you have to initiate that radon boss fight and you have to go down into that like j- what what has to be the biggest arena they've ever created for a boss fight i mean it is the so- it is like it is the size of an area of a, of a game. Like basically like, you know, if you've been like, okay, this is like the area, like, is it as if a, a dungeon could have been placed in that area and filled the entire area? Right. Like 
um, this giant battlefield where you have to fight this ginormous man riding a tiny little horse. <laughs> um, and as soon as you, as soon as you, you load in, you teleport in, he just starts fucking shooting crazy magic at you and then crazy arrows at you. But that moment when I realized I could summon every NPC I'd probably encountered in the game to that point to come in and fight um, was just like a, a, a jaw-dropping moment for me. Like where the game was like, no, you can have like nine people in here <laughs> fighting with you in this moment. Um, and I didn't even realize that I could ride my horse <laughs> during the boss fight when I did it. I beat it without ever riding my horse. Um, and I don't that's just I, crazy talk and I don't know how I don't know how I did it um but I did it and uh the like the the I I use I, I was using a faith build at the point so I had a rot breath on the dragon rot breath and he's very weak to rot so I basically just ran up to him breathed rot all over him and then just ran away and his health bar was just like tick 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 um but um you know Jake, how did you feel about when you got into that boss fight? Did you have any idea what to expect when you walked in there? No, that yeah, that was that was uh, the first time I felt like the kind of like massive spectacle, like it, it compared like a little bit to the to the uh, to the Renala fight. Um, mm -hmm. In that it gets into this amazing arena and it's like like this massive kind of skyscape or whatever. But yeah, and then mm -hmm. kind of walking in, I was like tentatively walking in, and then instantly getting hit with a massive arrow I was like, oh okay but I, I won't be so tentative i'll uh i'll i'll, I'll maybe i'll go a bit a, bit, a little bit quicker but yeah it, it was it was really cool yeah and like, and like just running around and summoning everyone and then just running in with everyone it just felt mm -hmm. it was really really cool it just felt like yeah a lot of this a lot of these games like a lot of this game you feel very much on your own fighting this like like mm -hmm. behemoth beast yeah. but you know it felt like you were part of like a kind of like an army kind of thing um yeah which is a really cool experience but the bo the boss fight was still hard like doing all the summoning and oh, yeah. your own mm -hmm. kind of your own spirit summons and riding torrent it was still it was still a tough boss um yeah but i th I think wasn't there a point i think it got nerfed or something like a couple of weeks it got, after it got like, nerfed and then it got rebuffed yeah so it's been it's been bold yeah because I, I think i think i fought it for the first time after it was rebuffed so um okay yeah and it was it was pretty tough and uh yeah, again, it was like another impressive way of switching the way that you play the game because I, at that point, was back to sort of trying trying to be a little bit more close quarters. But like the way that he was like spinning around and everything and him being such a big boss, it felt better to be maybe a little bit more ranged. But yeah, that, it took me a good few tries to uh, to beat Redan, but it was it was a lot of fun and and yeah. kind of the bit halfway through the boss fight where you think oh maybe i'm done and then he comes down as a massive meteor and yeah. kind of pancakes you <laughs> that yeah. was like oh no but <laughs> well it was what was great about doing how justin and i played it which was in the party everyone in the party together mm. i had already fought him i fought him alone um like you know i wasn't in party i fought him like uh one day and um I'm, i i got to hear both justin and andy's reaction to the meteor thing <laughs> which was both of them going like wait where did he go? And me just kind of like on the other side of the party being like, mm. <laughs> like, like this like look of like, this like mischief on my face. Yeah. Um, and then everyone in the spring was like, what the fuck? And everyone usually dies the first time because yeah. they don't know where he's coming from or what he's doing. 
but like nobody is ever like angry about it everyone is just like like cackles with like <laughs> laughter like joyous laughter because it's just so insane like the scale of that like yeah. him going in there as a meteor and come coming crashing down on top of you um is just it's just something else um justin you you like that boss fight a lot too right it's a great boss fight like it, it's yeah. hard to add more to what you guys are saying but mm. Uh, there are a couple boss fights in this game that were tough but enjoyable. Like I never got tired of it, and this was one of them mm. where mm-hmm. you know the the spectacle is something, and you're like, you, you know, you're gonna do it. It's just when, mm. um, like when are you yeah. gonna be able to do it? And uh, the uh, the interesting about that boss fight is uh, when it's done, and then you're like, okay, in every other boss area, it's like, all right, let me travel back, and I'm like, this area is just too mm. big. For there to be nothing here. I know there's something there. There's like probably one of the harder dungeons in the game. <laughs> like yeah, uh, or like yeah. little catacombs like uh, hidden there on the cliffside, which was that place was nightmarish going in there immediately yeah. afterwards. You're like, I could survive here for a little while, but man, this place is tough. <laughs> did you go and did you find that catacomb, uh, Jake? I the didn't. One that's in the boss arena? I didn't. Oh. I uh I was, I was so just like it had, it's called the undead. It's called the war, the war dead catacomb. I think it is. Yeah. And it has like the spirits of all the people who have died, like on the battlefield, that Radon battlefield. Oh, wow. And it's like crazy, powerful spirits mm. in there, like insanely powerful. So the point where like, they are all fighting and they're fighting each other. So like, you can like go to the boss. You can, you can go walk through the, you can start progressing to the, the dungeon or whatever, the, the catacombs. And as they kill each other, you get the runes for it. So, and you get a tremendous amount of mm. runes. Like, one of them dies like you get like five thousand runes for you know for one of them dying or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's, one, it's a crazy place. It's a crazy place that is also like a one of the harder places to survive to open up the boss door. Cause it yeah. it it leads you on like a merry chase through the thing, and you are constantly mm-hmm. being hunted by these knights that are more powerful than you. And then mm-hmm. in that boss, yeah. the boss fight is one of those really annoying. Um, it was uh the i forget what they're called bobby the blighted uh, like, tree spirit things like those yeah. dragon oh, worms yeah, basically yeah. they yeah, yeah, ulcerated yeah. tree and spirit he, yeah. ulcerated yeah, tree yeah, spirits. Yeah, and he is yeah. just pumping out scarlet rot um on yeah. top of you and so it was that was like I, that was one of the other ones where it was just like i can't do this right now i'll have to come back to this guy but finding that yeah. like it was just one of those things where it was just like you're thinking to yourself this area is just too big for there to be nothing here and the game yeah. rewards you for having that feeling, being like, no, there is something mm-hmm. here. You were right. And there, like, yeah. as far as I know, in none of the other boss arenas, is there anything else like that there? But you're looking and you're like, this doesn't make any sense. Why all this wasted mm. space? Yeah. Mm. Well, the, the gargoyles fight, there's something. The gargoyles the fight. The, yeah, because there's the, there's the coffin that you can get into. Yes, yes, yes. Down there is the coffin. Into the I deep wanna, I, I cannot uh, wait to talk about the gargoyle fight. Well, we're going <laughs> to talk about that now because <laughs> this is a good place to talk about it because when you beat Radon... This is not a lore podcast. That's a whole other thing that we're doing. But when Radon's been holding back the stars, and when he dies, the stars start crashing down, and one big meteor comes and basically blows a hole in the bottom of Lingrave, um, and you can go down into a part of the underground that you couldn't reach before. Um, so the underground is like a couple different things. It's the two eternal cities, Nakron and Noxtella. There's uh, the Magwin Palace area. There is the Deep Root Depths. Um, and then there's like the, like the river stuff, like where like the wild, the, like the, the, the forests are where those like dudes, those like minotaur looking dudes with the big bows will shoot you and you have to light all like the bracers and you can, you can go fight those like deer spirit 
bosses or whatever. Those, mm-hmm. those, those areas as well. Um, this is some of my favorite stuff in the game. Like all the underground stuff I thought was like really, really cool. And really great. Um, some cool optional bosses that you can fight in there too. I think one of my favorites is, is down there, which is Astol, the, uh, the natural born of the void, mm-hmm. which you have to fight in the, in your complete, the completion of Rani's, uh, quest line. Um, uh, it's also, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's also where you get, where you get to the lake of rot, which is just, <laughs> well, the, the game is just like, yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> you got to walk through this whole thing. Um, and there's no escape. There's nothing you can do. Like you have to walk through it. There's no other way. I, yeah. You I can have put a, these like things up, but come in, on. <laughs> in the lake of rot, when you get to the place that you're supposed to go to, that you get into the second coffin. Um, yeah. if you, when you come into that, that catacomb area or whatever you want to call it, where you drop down, mm-hmm. if you, you have to go to the right first. If you go to the left and then you had it hard left, there is a, there is a waterfall of rot, um, that is like mm-hmm. pouring into the thing. Did you ever go that way? Oh yeah. Yeah. So oh, yeah. one of those ulcerated things comes crashing out of the waterfall. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> Nah, he probably is hiding a really great reward, but I ain't doing this because that area, <laughs> the enemies there suck. Yeah, it's all those like pest enemies, those fucking yeah. like. And they took, they, at, at the time, they were taking me forever to kill. And so that thing yeah. came crashing out and I was like, nah, he's probably got like a really great reward. But I'm noping out of here and just like ran to the <laughs> coffin and got in. Well, that was funny because that was right before, right before the Justin's like, you know, there's never anything behind any of these waterfalls. I was like, oh, there's some stuff behind some of the waterfalls. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, um yeah that whole area that's a nightmare part but it like um the lead up to like ranny's ranny's whole quest line is very cool again it's one of those things where like i don't understand the first person who ever figured out like how to do all of it like you were saying jake like like it's so in-depth and it's so long you have to go so many crazy places like it's just it's just nutso and in a certain orders you have to do things like it's just like you know it's crazy um but I think that leads you to some of the more one of the some of the cooler stuff like in the game if you follow that quest line because you get you see the Dark Moon Greatsword at the end of it you fight Astol but a bunch of you you get taken all through the Eternal Cities and 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 all that stuff which which is really really neat um, but w- when you're in one of the when you're when you're in the second sort of um, uh, you know like uh, I guess f- forest area where there are those minute the actual like real Minotaur dudes they're not ghosts anymore they're like the real yeah. versions of them. And there's those ladies who are singing. Um, and I felt eternally bad about killing them. Cause they were like singing and like all the animals were like dancing with them and like <laughs> loving on them. And I'm like, well, I need these fucking runes. So can you just like, <laughs> I'm just going to kill you. Um, or I know you're going to attack me. If I walk by you, you're not going to stay. You're not going to stay. Like, I know I'm the one who's not supposed to be here, but like, I need, I need to survive. Um, you kind of, what if you walk around a certain way, you get to another area that has a crucible night and you keep pushing through um, you find an NPC that you can give armor to. There's a whole thing. Um, but eventually you get to this big open area with a waterfall that has, um, two gargoyles in it that you fight. Let's rewind for a second. Yeah. You go into this giant open area. Uh, I did not have the MP. I had the NPC. I had to go back and redo that quest or do that yeah. quest so that he could join me in this fight. Yeah. There is one gargoyle that you fight. That's true. Yes. And uh, like I said, gargoyles, tough, extremely mm-hmm. tough. Uh, and I'm like, OK, there's poison. He's doing poison damage, but I can do this. And then out of nowhere, 
<laughs> coming through the waterfall is his tag team partner to come make your day miserable. <laughs> and at That's that point, Steve Austin's music. Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, and I think that's the coolest, like, I think it's the coolest moment in the whole game. Because at that point, you haven't really come across any other boss fights where there are more than one person. Uh, and if or it if is, there are, it's, they're there when there you are, walk but in. they're in, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, they're there the whole time. So yeah. I'm fighting and all of a sudden I look over my shoulder and I'm like, what the fuck is that? And he just comes <laughs> storming through and it was just like, we are here to, uh, it's, it's basically that, it's that, it's that tweet. The gang's all here and they hate you. Yeah. And <laughs> they really hated me. Yeah, uh, yeah. I beat that boss fight by accident. Uh, I got very <laughs> fortunate, which apparently I did not know at the time. Uh, but mm. it is a hard boss fight. Um, the second gargoyle comes out when the first one is is taking a decent amount of damage, gets a death to like mm. maybe a quarter, like half health, let's say. Yeah. This other half. gargoyle comes out and they're big and huge, mm-hmm. and you are fighting in this like you know um, basically at the top of a waterfall. And so yeah. I was just fighting and rolling and rolling and rolling. And uh, one of the times I did it, the second gargoyle came out and he went to attack me as I rolled and he flew over the edge of the waterfall and died <laughs> at full health. <laughs> and I was like, thank you. Thank you, Miss. Can I have another? And I then was able to I had Diet with me at that point and my spirit ash was still alive and we were able to yeah. I was able to beat that fight. But man, I think that's such a cool fight where you just you think like, all right, I've got a handle on this. He's at half health. And then it's like, oh, no, you've got a handle on nothing. (laughs) You know, my problem, like with those big boss arenas, it was just a thing that I I would I would never use the arena. I would always just be like I would walk in and whatever the first like 20 or 30 feet that I was like walked in from the door was. That's where I would be like the entire fight. So that gargoyle fight was just all fought for me, like right by those the doors to, to walk in to the place. Essentially, I, I pretty much did that on purpose because I never wanted to lose runes. So oh, yeah, I wanted yeah. to stay very close to the door because <laughs> there the were door, some boss yeah. fights that would come in. And like if you they if you got caught looking at them right off the bat, they would kill you. So and if I thought I was dying, I'm like, run back to the door, run back to the door. Yeah. There's also the 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 underground stuff was the first time you see those fucking ants. And like uh, that that cave system where you see the ants for the first time. Is bad. I was like, man, like, I don't like being here. I don't like being here at no, all. Like these ants the aren't even that area. hard, but I just don't like being here. <laughs> um, I, I will say we were talking before about like the level design, right? And mm-hmm. how do you do level design? How do you do what Souls games do in an open world? Um, and like, sure, you have your legacy dungeons where you have your shortcuts and stuff, but the first time that you hit, I think it's Sophia river, um, and you go down and you, and you have, you're doing the ant fight and then you come across, I forget what the fight even is. I don't remember what you're fighting, but it's the first time you see a boss with lightning. I think it's the dragon knight the the big yes. huge the, like, yes, half yes. dragon thing that like yeah. can't walk it's just gonna like, like arms at you but it's like shooting lightning and stuff yeah so like there's that giant fight and then later when you are in um i forget what area it is is it knock i think it's noctron noctron or whatever you can look down into that arena yeah where you mm-hmm. were 25 hours ago or whatever and yeah. you're like <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah i'm like standing yeah. right above that giant skeleton that was in the chair Oh yeah, those giant skeletons in the chair. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That I was surprised. Because well, you walk in and you're and like, fight. "Oh, this must be the boss. Like this thing's yeah. gonna come to life," and then it doesn't. Like this other thing jumps out at you or whatever. But like yeah. that was just so cool to me. Was being like, yeah. "Oh look, I like I'm in the same area. 
It's just yeah. I'm a little bit above it now. And I thought yeah. that was super cool. And I'm like, that was 20 hours ago I was here. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. The underground is also where you f- you find those fucking frogs, the big eyed oh. basilisk oh, yeah. frogs that shoot death breath at you. Um, and like I have like residual souls trauma mm-hmm. from those things, because in Dark Souls one, they can give you what they call curse, which permanently, permanently reduces your health bar to half until you go you find a specific item that undoes it and they obviously just kill you in this so it's fine but i have like i still whenever i see them i get like anxiety from them because i'm like i yeah bloodborne Um, had a a, a similar type enemy that would just lay that death on you and i can't remember what the enemy was oh i think i don't think it was death it was like the madness stuff right it was like the those there was one there was one that just that pumped up this one thing that would kill you instantly yeah it it was the winter lanterns those ladies with the giant heads you know, yep. who would like yep. give you like yeah. the 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 madness or whatever. Um, but um, but yeah, the yeah. So the whole area, like I, I liked the areas, but some of the ants, something that just bugged me out. Mm. How do you feel about the underground stuff, uh, Jake? Yeah, I, 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 the, I remember the first time I went down into Suffer, Suffer River from uh, mm. from Limgrave. And that was like the mm-hmm. the the first like mind blowing kind of spectacle mm-hmm. of the game. And, uh, and yeah, and, th- and there was a lot of that. I think the majority of the like, holy shit, this is like beautiful was in the underground areas. I think the, fir- the first uh-huh. of the, you know, the, the uh, what they call the like ancestral spirits, the like deer zombie things. Yeah. Um, the first yeah. fight of that, that was like, that was awesome. It wasn't a particularly difficult, the first one wasn't a particularly difficult boss fight, but it was just like, yeah, gorgeous. And then the second one, I, I, I don't know why I really struggled with the second one. But it was. I struggled the second one too, Jake. Same same thing. I struggled yeah, with the second one yeah. as well. And then and then like yeah. go through the a bit music more. though is so beautiful in yeah. those in those yeah. boss fights. And it's le- so serene and calm. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And they and they yeah. they were like like with uh, like with Radan, they were like massive arenas. So I kind of like walked the entire periphery, and then there, there wasn't anything uh-huh. there. But um, but yeah, <laughs> and, th- and then going through, and then fighting the fighting the two gargoyles. That that was like that was the, the first like proper brick wall. I hit was fighting those gargoyles. Oh, okay. I really struggled with those. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about just luring them to the edge and having them fly off. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, they they were tough. I had it was to, not like, intentional. Really <laughs> but I, yeah, I had to really go and like level up quite quite a lot before I went and faced them again. But but when I did, they they were a fun. They were a really good uh, boss fight. I didn't I didn't consider it to be like bullshit. Like there were some things in this game which I considered mm. to be a bit bullshit, but that wasn't. Probably wasn't one of them, um, but yeah. And then, and then, like you were saying, with the what was the, what was the name of the boss? Uh, the dragon guy, Dra- dragon dragonkin soldier of Noxtella. That that was cool. Yeah, that, I, I can't remember the order that I did these. I don't know if this was before I did the the gargoyles. I can't remember. But um, I remember I beat that guy first try, and I was shocked because he was like massive <laughs> and like grabbing. And I was yeah. I thought I was I was like, there's no way I'm going to do this. And I beat him first try, which was pretty nuts. Um, <laughs> But yeah, like you're saying, and then you can see you can see the rest of the city above you from from down yeah. in that arena, and and like being like I know you you can tell by the way that it looks you can get there, and I was like looking around for hours mm. trying to find out how to get there, and that was like one of the times that I had to look at the wiki just for like how do I get to this place, and it's like oh this is actually part of this person's quest line, which is like sixty hours away, <laughs> like and there, there was there was a, there was a bit yeah. of that, so that was kind of like why I pursued Rani's quest line so heavily was for all of that stuff, mm. just because it was just it was just like gorgeous and it was just like just really awesome spectacle 
which is kind of the yeah yeah the i think the best parts of the game were those like just just big just beautiful bits i think that yeah 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 when you're doing Rainy's quest line and you have to go you have to fight like the shadow of of Blythe or whatever um it's yeah. like it, it pops the red. i had such a hard time with that fight that was, being a magic really build tough, at the time because yeah. he moves so fast and it's very hard to hit him i eventually just had to cheese him which there's a thing where you can do where if you get him behind like there's a pillar that's on the ground mm. and if you can like if you can like get him behind that pillar and keep kind of like moving back and forth so he can never get himself around it mm. You can kind of just like hit him and then back up and hit him and back yeah. up. And he can still almost kill you because he has got he's got like really powerful attacks that got like AOE. But I was able to finally get him because I fought I fought him a ton mm. of times. And I was like, I just can't do this anymore. I want to get past this point. Yeah. Um but yeah, I loved the Astle fight. It took me a couple times, but I just like I thought it was such such a beautiful fight and yeah. the enemy design is so cool. Um and when you get past him and you you have that item from Renal that that chest in Renala's like room and you get, you go past him you go up that elevator and you're finally on that plateau that's above the rest of Lernia yeah you're like oh my god I did it I'm finally here this I'm finally in this area I could never figure out like how to get to uh it feels so good to get there um and getting the Dark Moon Great Sword is awesome and I don't know if you know I'm sure Jake I'm sure you've seen this since you've been doing it but like. That item is that weapon is in every one of their games. The Dark Moon Great Sword. Yeah, I've I've heard I've heard so, that, but it's like yeah, kind of like a variation of it in in each of their games, which yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, and it's always a reward for doing something real cool. Mm. Like it's just like it's just like what it, it always is for them. Yeah. Um, but I loved all that stuff. Um, Deep Root was the, the Deep Root Depths was was fine. Mm. Like I didn't like that it had so many fucking frogs in it. Like I hate those <laughs> things. And there's that one area you walk into where it's just like, they're everywhere. Like yeah. it's, they're like the, they're like the main enemy. So I mean, um, the game is so big and so just so much to do at some point I took, I took that coffin up and ended up in deep root depths. And then yeah. I, I probably stopped that night. And before I, yeah. I stopped, I must've said, Oh, I'm going to travel back to the round table hold and uh you know level up or do something mm. and then i just forgot it existed i forgot the <laughs> entire area existed i was like oh I, I did that 40 hours later i was just like exploring and i'm like what's this deep root depths thing i did do this right and i went down there and i'm like i remember being here i remember seeing these roots and then i went through them and i was like oh i've never i never did this and like <laughs> i went through that whole area and i was like at that point i was basically god so yeah, oh those yeah, frog, yeah, those yeah. frogs came and I was just like goodbye 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 but that was like a cool <laughs> yeah, area. Yeah. Then you get to that the boss fight of that area, which uh, deals with uh, Fia's quests. Yeah, Fia's and quests. Yeah. There's like all those summons that she like like all those summons yeah. come in and I was just like slash one die slash one die slash one die and I was like okay, <laughs> this was probably much more difficult 35 40 yeah. levels ago. Yeah, I mean that's not the that's not like the hard, the harder thing is when you go into like her like dream or whatever and you fight that uh, dragon the dragon the dragon thing. I mean, by the time I did it too, I was over leveled for it. I so was it way like over leveled for super, it. That was yeah, super that was hard. One of the, but he was yeah, a cool the, he was a cool dragon though with yeah. his like Sith powers or whatever. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, that area is interesting. It's more it's much more interesting once you like dig into the lore a little bit. It's like a cool lore area. But that is way till you can skip the draconic tree sentinel that's waiting outside of lindell royal capital mm. for you to get in our buddy andy just totally skipped that guy he was like oh i'm inside the capital i was like how, how was that fight against the other guy and he was like oh no i just warped in here i was like you son of a bitch <laughs> it's like that tree sentinel is so hard 
when you're trying I to get put, into the, the okay. I, I put Tish on that tree sentinel and that tree sentinel <laughs> went down real quick um, uh yeah yeah um so like yeah the, 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 that's like the 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 depths of i mean there's also mogwin palace we didn't talk about mogwin palace i don't know if you did you do that uh jake the the blood area no basically? i i i got teleported there as part of um ra's uh, quest yeah yeah i think so and yeah, uh, the white and then, mask guy yeah, yeah yeah and then i was uh, yeah. i sort of like walked in and then some skeletons appeared out of the ground oh, yeah. I, was like, <laughs> I think i'll hold off for now <laughs> but i was like it was like because 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 he said like oh use this thing but don't use it yet because whatever whatever and i was yeah. like i'm yeah, yeah. use it why don't you see what see what it's all about and then yeah, yeah I, think, I think i got like one hit by something so i was like I, yeah. but then I, I i think it was like another <laughs> rot area and i was like i, I don't want to deal with this so um <laughs> yeah i haven't been back but i uh yeah Probably should. Uh, that, that area is cool. Is... I mean, the boss of that area is neat. Uh, Mo- yeah. Moog or whatever. Mm. Uh, it's a neat boss fight. Um, and it's cool because you're just talking quickly. I, the reason I bring it up mostly is because when you're when you're talking about like looking at a place and seeing it, like if you walk to the if you beat him, it, 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 his arena sort of like overlooks like the entirety of the underground, basically. Mm. Um, and if you if you walk to the edge and you look out on one side, you can see like the Eternal City and like the the wilds or whatever, and on the right. Uh, you can see the um like the inverted tower in Lernia that you go down. Oh, cool! Like you can yeah. actually see it, like yeah. jutting out of the ground, coming down. It's uh, very cool. Yeah. It's like a very very cool thing. Um, that boss fight is rad. It's a neat boss fight. It's boss fight is very cool. It also like it has some mechanics in there. Just like you're like, how are you supposed to combat this? <laughs> like he's a blood loss boss, basically. Mm. That's what he does. He all does a blood loss stuff. Um, it's a neat, it's a neat, it's a neat fight though. It's mm. it's a it's a good fight. Um, that was one of the ones uh, I first saw early when the game came out of people figuring out how to cheese that boss. And yeah. uh, there is a if you do some platforming, and I'm not sure how because I, I tried it. I wanted to see if it could be done. Uh, after I beat the boss, they patched, so it, they patched it out. But yeah, so like yeah, people were like out, yeah. jumping on pillars, and then they jump through an open window, which took you into the boss room and skipped the fog door. And people would just walk up and stab the boss in his ass while he was sleeping, mm. and they would yeah. never actually have to fight it. Yeah, because the as long as so the boss door is what kind of is what kind of initiates its AI, and as long as you don't target it, it doesn't doesn't ever like it's so they just beat it for this person that got summoned in mm. it's interesting it, it was it was a fun thing to watch but they, they took that out um and then um you know the next thing is the the altus plateau which is like the next big section of the game um and i really i after going through kaled i was like I, I was like is this how the rest of the game is going to be and then when i got to the altus plateau i was like oh no mm. like this is like being like being like a, a harder version of limgrave you know or whatever and i and I really liked the Altus Plateau uh, quite a bit, except for the area near the tree with the fucking worm face things that shoot death at you and yeah, make the most horrible it. sounds in the entire game. <laughs> they sound like they're vomiting and crying the whole time. That area was frustrating to me due to the verticality of the terrain. Because you're like, I want to get from here to here. And it's like, oh, no, there's this giant rock wall in front of me that I have to, like, get around and figure out. Like, because there were, like, sites of grace that I had missed. So I couldn't, like, easily warp back to certain spots that I wanted to go to. So I, like, have to, like, figure out my way around. I I spent a lot of time in that fog with those upsetting sounding creatures. (laughs) (laughs) I I did not like that at all. Uh, That... That area actually contains not that specific area, but this part of the game contains, I think, like one of the harder boss fights in the game. 
uh, is Commander Neil. Nail. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's in the Mount Top of the Giants. That's in the Mount Top of the Giants. No, no, that's not in the Mount Top of the Giants. That's in the, that's in the, uh, that castle that is, you have to take that ravine down into. It's like, it is 100% not the Mount Top of the Giants. No, they were very similar. The guy that you're thinking of is Elmer of the Briar. It's like a one. Yeah. And he's got like barbed wire all over him and he's, and he's, and he's gross. Oh, I'm looking at. I want to look at my Commander right Nile is 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 at the is at the Castle Soul guarding yeah. the other half of the Halleck Tree medallion, and that's mm. in the mountaintop of the Giants. Really? Yeah, 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 for sure. I'm looking this up, but yeah, I, I but go ahead, it, it, we're thinking of the same. I mean, both of those boss fights, both uh, Commander yeah. Nile and and that they were tough boss fights. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were you're right. He's in the mountaintop of the Giants. I was correct. <laughs> who's the who's the fight who's the boss fight that is in the um that castle that's surrounded by the lake of, of poison that's elmer of the briar mm. yeah okay um he's the one who has the sword that like he can like basically shoot it out mm. like it go it, like it has like in, you're like in a tiny room with him like like a basically like a banquet room and he has like a red like a like a yes, red sword yes, yes, and yes, yeah, yes and it has like crazy range like i can do like, and it, um yeah, that 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 castle. Fuck that castle in general. Yeah, anything with yeah. anything with continuous poison. Go fuck yourself, game. I don't want to deal with it. Um, <laughs> and it, it has clean rot knights walking around that castle. Like a couple of them. Like then they're yeah. like, and those things are always hard. Mm. Like no matter what, they're always hard. Shooting out their like halo things at you or stabbing you with their thing and giving you scarlet rot. Like those things are just are just uh, so hard. But the oldest plateau in general. Like you walk there and they're like, oh, you remember all those things that were bosses in other places. They're just kind of like hanging out in the world now and you got to fight them like as they're as if they're normal enemies. And if you be, once you beat them, they still come back like they're just normal enemies now. Like that's like a lot of what all this plateau is. Um, but I think like by the time I got there, I was like at the right level for it. So I was like I was doing pretty well. Nothing was taking me too long. Definitely times I died for sure. But I had, I had like a good time doing it. And um, that involved obviously the, the royal capital is part of that area well the windmill village is also part of that area the windmill village is the weird one of the weirdest areas in the game with those women who are dancing and laughing um and you got to fight the god skin when you get to the top of that of that area or whatever but um that area and then the the capital itself which i think is one of from's most like well designed and well thought out and coolest areas i think they've ever created the sheer scope and size of what they what what they did and the amount of stuff that's you, you can do in it like the amount of like you can get to the sewers there's a there's a there's a there's a there's the a replica of the round table hole oh, that has gosh. its own whole thing that you can do in it there is an area out, just up, outside the cap where you can walk up and go and like that's where the the elevator is to the other the other land or whatever but there's more stuff to do there there's side streets and buildings and you know all these other areas um Jake, you know, what what was your sort of like impression of of the capital? Uh I I remember I think you said that um whoever it was you were playing with, sorry, I, f- I can't remember the name. But they um Andy. Andy he ended up in the capital sort of like from being teleported from uh deep root depths and I I think I ended up yeah. being in, in the sort of same situation. I kind of felt like I was there too early. Um mm-hmm. And so I sort of like I, I navigated through a little bit and then kind of went back and I ended up going around and trying to get in 
the kind of way that I felt was the proper way in, and then to face the draconic tree sentinel, and that was that was a mm. that was a rough time. But yeah, I saw, but it ended up being that you ended up going in like where you get teleported to and where you go in via the draconic t- tree sentinel boss fight is the same area. So um, yeah, I ended up basically just wasting my time. But <laughs> but it was no, it was it was yeah, that was another moment where you come out and then it's like that that crack in the there's like a bit of the wall that's destroyed and you can see out into the city but only like a chunk of it and it's yeah another just like spectacle it's just yeah. and, and like you can see and you can see like the 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 dead dragon and you can see where yeah. sort of where you got teleported kind of earlier on in the game and it's just yeah, yeah just more spectacle but like going through i i found it like another like enjo- enjoyable Area. I, I I actually remember being. A li- I think I was a little bit over leveled for the first time I went into mm. into the capital itself. Um, because there's the the kind of bubble, weird little yes bubble <laughs> creatures. They, I thought that was a bit strange, but yeah. they were. I was kind of one shotting them, and the the mm. sort of I can't, I can't remember what they the, the sort of like static giant things that shot sort of magic stuff out of you. Yeah, like the half gargoyles. The gargoyles yeah. that don't have any, like any legs, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And they, they, yeah. they, that was all fairly mm-hmm. easy. But there was the odd, there was the odd enemy that, that, the, the kind of like hooded guys that sort, of, that sort of mill about. And they, they were always pretty tough. And they've often got a, um, uh, like crossbow, a crossbow with, yeah. that shoots fire out at you and things like that. They were, they were always yeah. like the kind of barrier when I was going through Landale. And then the kind of the the knights themselves, they were always pretty tough. Yeah, um, the nights are always tough. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I found the sort of like the beginning going through Landau. I was like, oh, this is pretty easy. But then you get to the kind of the main street and the, um, mm-hmm. oh, I can't remember the name of the boss. The kind of recurring, the recurring. Oh, the, the, um, the tree, uh, the avatar. Yeah. Uh, the avatar yeah. That drops down. And I was like, yeah, oh, this, yeah. this should be fine. Cause everything before me has been fine. And it kind of yeah. flattened me. Um, so I, <laughs> then it was, that was another one where I try it. I, I I like Landau because there was like a lot of obviously all of the legacy dungeons where you can go in so many different directions but I felt like there were lots of ways just to go, go one direction and then loop back to where you intended on mm, yeah. intended on going rather than being taken down a complete labyrinth of its own um, because there were yeah. lots of enemies in that area that were just really really tough that I was just like I'm I'm probably gonna I'll come back to this or maybe that's maybe I won't but it, it was it felt yeah. nice to be able to avoid everything and then and i found it found it fairly a relatively quick process to get through and then get up mm-hmm. cuz then you fight the is it um the spirit for of godfrey godfrey and yeah. then you go up and fight yeah. fight morgot and it was it mm-hmm. I, I remember the morgot fight being completely baffling to me cuz cuz everything before had been like a mix of pretty easy but also like really really tough like i'm going to get one shot by these things mm. And I beat Morgoth in my first try, <laughs> and I was sort of die. Oh, nice! I, I don't know. I, I have no idea how, but I was like, "All right, cool." I think I, I think I was like had just got the um, Darkwing Greatsword at that point, so I was like just kind of okay. flanning people and just like I re mm-hmm. respect to use that sword and stuff. And yeah, it was that was when I realized I, I'm going to use this until the end of the game. And uh, yeah. <laughs> I was uh, um, I was coming up to uh, I was in a party with Bobby and we were talking and I'm, I'm climbing up those routes and I Jake I kid you not I had said man it's been a while for a, since I've seen a boss fight or something so similar to that <laughs> and the spirit of Godfrey fight started one second later 
Like, it just like, it just happened, and I was like, oh man. And I, like, I yeah. at that point, I was I was over leveled. I think I was like twenty levels over leveled from just yeah, like sheer were. exploration. Yeah. And so I handled both of those fights, that and Godfrey's fight, like pretty easily. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then and then I made the mistake of going into the sewers, which is my least favorite <laughs> area of the game by a by a wide margin. Yeah. I was in the party with Justin and Justin was like, how is this just like a whole other world underneath this <laughs> underneath this already giant world? And I was like, yes, it's a whole other. Yeah. It's got its own catacombs. It's got its own bosses. It's, you know, it's crazy. It's a it's a crazy area. Yeah. So I the sewers, I, I, when, when I went into the sewers, it was even bigger than I thought because I didn't realize that <laughs> you, you could jump off those pipes and land on a different like there was a floor yeah. that you could land on and there was more yeah. there. Mm. Oh, sh- yeah. that game is so big. Yeah, yeah. I, d- I didn't touch um, the uh, I didn't touch the sewers until uh, kind of the uh, after um, for Abazula, uh, because there's a one okay. section in the kind of main street where it's just open. You could go down, and there was a couple of enemies yeah. there, and I kind of like I poked them a little bit with magic, and they kind of like just chipped a little bit off their health, and I was like, and I, 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 at this point, I was like close to the end game, and I was like, I I'm not. Yeah. I'm not prepared <laughs> for a lot more of this, <laughs> so I haven't. So I haven't really touched it, but I'll 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 get to that on my next playthrough. I think but, you yeah, you talk uh, about a labyrinth. Yeah. The sewers is like is a labyrinth labyrinth because yeah. you are spending yeah. a, a decent amount of it in these pipes that all that look exactly the same, and you need mm-hmm. just like remember where did I go? Like you know which way have I been and I haven't been yet, and the there god there is a eventually you get to a boss fight that takes you down so far that i actually felt like a sense of dread like i am Mm. so far underground right now and you (laughs) go into this church and it this is like this area leads to like one of the hidden endings of the game like the crazy ending the frenzied flame ending right yeah yeah Uh, yeah. and boy that even at my high level that boss fight was not fun um mm-hmm. but that area sewers is my least favorite area of the game by far um yeah i i i, I explored the sewers only to the fact that i i did like that area just you said you didn't know existed which was yeah. like that under because uh, like there is a there's a talisman down there that's really good for like blood builds or whatever yeah. so i went to go get it um and, and that yeah that was a that was a tough one for sure it was a total tough area um but yeah, I really like the capital a lot. Like I love then they do this in other games, but I love when you find like you find like that the real world version of the round table hold, which is really cool. And you're yeah. like exploring it and you're like, oh, like here's the person who was invading me down here. They're like dead on the ground, like in this in the area of the round table hold where they were invading me or whatever. Mm-hmm. Really neat. You know, um, you find like stuff like where the blacksmith would be and, and so on and so on. I thought that was it was really interesting. Um uh and the whole area is just really cool and like i i love you mentioned like the weird little bubble things from from does a lot of weird little guys like they do a lot of like oh this is a fucked up little dude and like i just love <laughs> this game is full of them and like that those are especially like i don't get they can mess you up if, if you if you get too cocky with them if you let them get their attacks off they can mess you up but in that area especially it's more in, in one of the other areas of the game where they really become a problem but in this area they're totally fine um um yeah, I, Godfrey was saying thing. I was like, I was like, I'm going up this, going up that dragon, going up those trees. I was like, okay, I'm gonna walk in this room. There's, there probably is a sight of grace in this room, right? And then it's just like, boom, boss. And I happened to beat that boss on the first try. Mm. Um, it's not a big deal because there is like a, 
there is like a America statue right outside that door or whatever. But I beat the boss in the first try, and then I actually had some trouble with Morgot um, when I was when I was facing off him again against him. It took me quite a few times to beat him, and I actually beat him and died at the same time. I shot off like a I was being doing magic at, at that point still. I shot off a glintstone pebble. And it hit him and killed him just as he was throwing, you know, one of his like things yeah, at me yeah. and it killed me. <laughs> um, but because of the, because he died before I died, I got, I got the rewards and mm. I got my souls back or whatever. But, um, and then, you know, you go to the mountain after that's over, you go to the mountain top of the giants before we go there. Let's talk about Mount Gilmer. Cause we didn't talk about Mount Gilmer very much mm. at all. We talked about Elmer of the Briar, which is not that terrible place. Um, but the main thing in Mount Gilmer is the, um, is Volcano Manor. And there's several ways you can get to Volcano Manor. Justin mentioned one of them. We mentioned them, the kind of the invitation you can get to go there if you if you help this one person you find in, in Lernia. When you get off the the Grand Lift of Dectus, she'll basically be like, "Hey, tarnished, like you want to go to Mount Gilmir now? You want to go to Volcano Manor now?" You're like, "Sure." She just warps you there, um, or you can just fight your way there. And there are a lot of hands and 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 area bosses and everything. You know, you have to fight those death machines. There's just, there's a lot of hell to get there. Um, when you get in there though, it's like, it's a non-combat zone. Um, and you basically get assignments from like them to go fight other like tarnished. They're not real people. They're like NPCs you're invading or whatever. Um, you're fighting them. Um, or you, and, th and that's why you can get an audience with the Lord of the Manor, or you can, you know, obviously just, you can find that secret wall and you can push your way through and go into the, go into the like area, um, and fight your way through the actual like regular dungeon area uh to get there um which did you do jake did you do this area i did yeah i um i yeah. Uh, i i kind of similar to with landell i faced i faced it in two two kind of sort of twice i did the quest accidentally did the quest where you um get an invitation so i think it was i think mm. it was in leonia where i yeah, came across uh, what was the there was the, the, essentially there was a there was an NPC I guess I think it was another Tarnish guy and he essentially just told me to piss off and he was really rude so I so I fought him and mm -hmm. I killed him just because I was like you're an asshole you're not gonna give me anything so I killed him and then I ended up coming across the woman that gives you the invitation and she was like oh I I need you to go and kill this guy I was like oh I've already killed him I, and then she gave me the invitation and I <laughs> met her at the top of the uh, uh, lift of Dectus and then kind of teleported into Volcano Manor. And I sort of like, so if you do it the opposite way, if you do the, if you find her first, you go to that guy and you're like, Hey, I want this necklace back. And he's like, yeah, you can, I give necklace back. You just give me a thousand bucks or whatever. And I'll give it back to you. And then you can buy an item from him with that, which actually is, which is like this, this, these broiled prawns, which, which you eat them before a battle and it reduces your damage taken or ah, whatever. It's interesting that so you I did it the other I way around. I shouldn't have yeah. killed it. <laughs> you're, it's okay. I, I, I thought, I thought that might <laughs> have been saw case, either was, of these people. Yeah. I was like, he's he's just he's being rude and he's not. I'm not extending his dialogue anywhere. So I was just like, kill him. But um, you just kill him. But, but I think you get his uh, you get his uh, bell bearing thing anyway. So, um, oh, uh, okay. So you're probably yeah, fine then. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so so yeah. So I got teleported in there. I did the various sort of like conversations with all the NPCs that are in there, and then I sort of like went out into the dungeon section because you can you go into various rooms and then there's yeah. I think one that goes out into sort of like the side rooms. And then mm -hmm. went out into the main bit of the dungeon, and um, and there was those the snake things, and they yeah. like one shot me, and I was like, I'm not leveled for this just yet. So I was like, okay, I'll <laughs> I'll, I'll hold off on this. It was I got all the lore and things that I wanted from there, and that's fine. <laughs> and then I went off and did yeah. whatever, and then and then I came back and I actually went I went up via going up through Mount Mount Gelmir, 
um, mm -hmm. just because if I just went back to that site of grace and did it that way, I'd miss out on all of this other stuff, which I'm really glad I did because yeah. there's so much there. Um, yeah. But I, I thought the, the Volcano Manor as a dungeon, I didn't like it. I didn't enjoy it like at all. I thought it was, it was, it was, I felt like that was the first bit. I was like, this is kind of bullshit. Like there were lots of bits where <laughs> enemies were kind of hitting me. The, the extending snake lizard things were hitting me through yeah. walls. And there was just lots of like, I felt like the enemies weren't properly built for the area that you were in kind of thing. There was, mm -hmm. I don't know. I think yeah. it, might, it might have just been me being bad at the game or whatever. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but yeah, so Volcano Manor as a dungeon, I wasn't I wasn't massively keen on. But uh, the, the Rykard fight, I really, really liked. That was probably one yeah, of my favorite cool boss fight. fights. That was really, really cool. <laughs> really but awesome. It, that, yeah. that was one where I went in and I went in like, you know, kind of normally and like threw some magic at him and like hit him with a sword or whatever. And I was like, he is taking no damage. Like, what? When are you supposed to do this fight? So I went out and I was like, <laughs> oh, my light's just gone out. Oh, I'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, we were very moody now. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and, and I was like, I don't know how to, how am I supposed to do this fight? So I like, I like, I kind of had a bit of a search on the wiki. I was like, what level are you meant to be for this fight? And it was like, oh, just take this weapon that you... I picked up the weapon, but I was like, I'm not, I haven't got a build that's going to mm. use this. It's probably like really heavy strength. I'm not going to use this. And then it was like, oh yeah, just use that weapon. And I was like, oh, okay. And then, I, and yeah. then it was just like, it, it was still, it was still like fairly tough, but you just did so much damage to it. It was like really, yeah. really good. It was just, yeah, it was just good fun. Did you go back and level the weapon? No, I didn't use when it. You after got that it. Fight. You like, yeah. So, well, no, what, what I did was I got the weapon and I was like, same thing. I was like, I'm not going to use this. But then I thought about it and I was like, they're giving me this weapon for a reason. And the guy yeah. in Volcano Manor said, kill him with the thing. And I was like, yeah. this has to be the thing. <laughs> so I got it and I took a run at him. And like, I was like, oh, it's doing good damage. And then I was like, hang on a minute. And so I teleported back to the round table hold and took the, le the weapon from like its base state to plus seven. And then I went back <laughs> and did the Riker fight. And it was like, it was comical how fast he went <laughs> down when cool. that thing, when that thing yeah. gets upgraded. Um, but yeah, that fight. Yeah, I didn't level the sword either. I didn't level the sword yeah. either. I just, oh, I just yeah. fought it. Was, it. it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but if you give it, if you if you spawn your mimic when you're holding the sword, the mimic spawns yeah. with it, and you can yeah, just yeah. like batter him up. Um, the the fight, like the first part of the fight, is once you learn it, is not that difficult, right? When it's just the snake. But when he transforms and it, like the face is in the first of all. The face in the snake's body, but also the voice actor oh my God. just goes for it. <laughs> just goes for yeah. it. That little hiss in his voice yeah. when he talks to you. Oh, it's so good. I love it. Um, but like when you get into that fight and if you don't like stun him out of when he's doing certain attacks, he like opens up the sky and there's like skulls like raining down on top of you You're running the first time i did it i was like i'm running around the sky is just like plummeting like these like red skulls at me and i'm like how how do you do this <laughs> you know i was like i was like i don't understand at all <laughs> um uh but you know it's a it's a really cool boss fight it's it's a really really great fight um and if you go back after the did you go back after the fight was over did you transport back to the arena after the fight was over no um, i don't think i did i don't think so i did either you, so what you do is like you go out you can talk to tanith right in the hall and she's like oh you beat him but like that's fine like that means he wasn't strong enough to be the lord or whatever you know and everyone's everyone's cool with you beating him because they're all like you know strength strength is strength but if you if you do that all talking to everybody if you transport back to the arena like the head is still there and tanith is in is eating is eating the the, the remains of Rikert. To try to like take the serpent like God into mm. herself, 
Um, and you can attack her and kill her. And when you attack and kill her, that knight that she's that's always standing with her, that crucible knight that's always standing with her, mm, yeah. spawns in. You have to you fight the crucible knight. Oh, wow! That's, that was, and you get you get like a item for doing that. Um, the stuff yeah. that's just hidden uh, is so cool. Yeah, it's mad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, if you go if you go through and do that whole uh, dungeon, you have to fight a godskin like in the middle of it. Yeah, I think it's the big the big fat godskin dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was the, those guys are hard. The, the, they're very hard. That was the achievement I was yeah. missing, and I was like, "What boss uh, okay. didn't I do?" And apparently, mm. that was like that area. Like I never found that secret part of the wall. And so mm. I was watching a video. I was like, what area is this? How do I get to it? Because <laughs> uh, on the map, when I was looking, I thought that the area that it is, is was the area that I got teleported to when I was in Rhea Lakara's manor. Mm-hmm. I thought that was the area. So I was like, oh, I've already been there. No. Oh, uh, okay. So I went back down there. Yeah. And, like That was the last thing I did like for my save. I went back down there and I was just yeah. like, I looked at the, I looked at the Godskin guy the wrong way and he died. <laughs> well, yeah, because you were very high level for him at that point. Um, so once you're, once you're Mount Gilmer's cool though, like it's got a lot of stuff going on. Like I love that moment where you're on the horse and you use, you take like the spirit spring up and you land on that, in that crater. And then yep. like the falling star beast is yeah. just there. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, I guess I'm in a boss fight now. You know, I, I, I that moment's great. Um, I, I love all that stuff. Um, there's also a very useful tier for your physic there, which which is the, it's the one that like stops all FP consumption oh, for yeah. a time yeah, I've been using or whatever. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that one's very good. Um, very, very good. Uh, so next is mountaintops of the giants. Um, this is like a two. No, this is where the game sort of starts. You know, there's, there's stuff to do in mountaintops of the giants. Obviously there's, there's, there's a couple, there's one or two catacombs. There's a couple of optional areas, but this is when the game starts to streamline itself. I feel like a lot, a lot more where it's like, it's much faster getting through, areas as far as like what there is to do in each area um i mean first you have to go through that like middle section before you get to the lift where you have to like it's very snowy and there's the, those little guys that are hiding everywhere and they're like ah, ha, 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 and they throw things at you um and then you're supposed to you you will you you don't have to fight him but the black blade kindred shows up right before you get to the lift you can just go past him you can just <laughs> ride past him into the lift um, I fought him the first, I fought him the, the, the first time I played the game and, and beat him, but, um, there's that section. And then you get to the mountain top of the giants. Um, and this Justin is where your, uh, your, 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 your least favorite <laughs> boss exists. Fuck um, Fander Nile in, in the, oh, in castle yeah. soul, which is where you find the other half of the Halig tree metal, um, to get also, up to do the, uh, like se- secret area. That that's where that, I think the hardest death bird in the game is too. That, uh, oh, yeah. when you're riding I, up to it. Yeah. I forget what status effects that death bird puts on you because like there's just like three boss fights well two boss fights on top of each other because there's a tibia mani- uh mariner in that area yes. and avoiding the giant skeletons he puts out of the ground i rolled into the death bird <laughs> fight with like a hundred and seventy thousand souls on me and i was like well we're not losing these or runes excuse me and so it took me a while to do that death bird fight and then i was like okay look there's a little castle there's like there's like a, a fort here I'll, I'll save and I'll spend the souls. And I'm like, all right, let me explore this fort. And that's where I came across that nightmare, man. And who yeah. boy, that's a tough fight. That is an extremely that whole place tough, is tough. fight. That yeah. whole place is tough. Yeah. yeah I str- it has I that struggled. room, that room you walk into and you're like, oh, there's nothing in this room. And then those albinurics in the cages like Start scream. Screaming. And then and these things just come out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> so you? And like that, 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 that room section. sucks yeah. because you have to run past it to get into the fight every time. Mm-hmm which is not yeah. a problem except the last thing that spawns is like a crucible knight that follows you yeah. up to the boss door 
and would sometimes hit you as you came through the boss door. Or whenever I called in my summons, my summons would attack the door. There was like two or three <laughs> fights that this happened on. And this was the first one that really started to annoy me. I'd be like, I, I don't know what to do here uh, yeah. because my summons is attacking the door. The commander spawns two crucible knights that hate you with a passion. <laughs> and that fight, that fight took me uh, a long time. Like that was the one that really got under my skin more than any other yeah. fight. I think yeah. in the game where I was just like, I don't know how to beat this. Cause I can't get my NPC companion to stop mm-hmm. attacking a fog door. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I would say I got that, that, that fight was, is way, sorry. Yeah. I was just overjoyed when I That's, got through that fight. <laughs> yeah that fight is way easier that whole section is way easier if you are using magic at the time because you can kill the albinurics in the cage and they'll never scream mm. and so none of those spirits will ever get summoned if you're able to do that so that's what i would do and then the commander now fight is way easier if you have like the sword knight in flame or a comet azur because you can like basically stand away from him and just lay a fucking pillar of magic into his body and it will you know it will take him down it's a hard fight regardless but it's more much more manageable when you're able to stay out of his zone because a lot of his attacks are very like their area of effect but they're a small area of effect but they're very powerful and if you can stay away from him then it it, it definitely helps um yeah i mean i say that area is a the difficulty of that area is a precursor to the reward you get, which is the Hallig tree medallion, which is the, which is when you get to that area is really the fucking like, did, uh, before, uh, before we get to the Hallig tree worst, part, did you take the invisible bridge? Oh, what to get to that tower? You mean? Yeah. Like the backside of that tower. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That one rise. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jake, you've probably never seen one of those before in the games. No, no, so I haven't. That, that was, was uh, yeah, that like, was, <laughs> I, I was I, I, can't, we were, I, I was I was like reading the messages that were on the floor and they were like try up or something and then I, I looked up and I was like there was a message mm. just floating in the air and I was like what oh that, that's how? good so and then so that so I sort of like gradually worked out and went around and kind of yeah that was that was very cool I really like that <laughs> yeah um the first time we were playing Dark Souls 3 on stream somebody came into our chat and was just like just walk straight and this was like like i would like plummet to my death and i was like no i'm mm. not walking straight and they were like just <laughs> walk straight and it's on it, it's it's hidden somewhere on the internet but it's my reaction you know, of just it's walking actually on it's this, actually in the highlight reel that i have on the youtube channel <laughs> that moment of yeah. just walking forward and being like what is this like what kind of yeah. bullshit yeah. is this and so i saw everyone saying like uh truth ahead truth ahead or whatever like um just walk and so yeah, yeah. i finally found a use for those colored stones was i was just dropping them in places to see like where's yeah. the edge of the bridge and that's how i found the stairs yeah. going up was that i kept finding yeah. the edges i had just, i was crafting so many of those things and then like to go all the way up and stuff i thought that was yeah. you know they yeah. they had to add in an invisible road once mm. <laughs> yeah for sure um um are we gonna talk about the halic that, tree now no no we gotta talk about the fire giant before we talk about the halic tree we gotta oh, finish yeah, off the, the top of the giants first um so when i got to the fire giant i was probably around a level like 95 to 100 or something like that which is like a little below honestly what they like recommend for the the, the fire giant but not crazy but with the build i was running magic still at that point but with that build like i this was the boss that almost broke me i was basically like oh i really ho- was hoping i'd finish this game like and i just i couldn't i couldn't do it mm. i couldn't get him to, i couldn't even get him to half 
Like I couldn't even get to that second phase. Like I was just like eating shit constantly, constantly. And like, I was ready to be like, I'm done with this game. Like I can't do this. You know, he was very um, frustrated. We were I was very frustrated. Yeah, he was super yeah. frustrated. You took a break um, from it for like two days. Yeah. I, well, this is like, and uh, you know, I was like, I was just like, eventually I was like, you know what? You're doing exactly the thing that you tell, you told everybody not to do, which is like, you're just beating your head against this thing. Obviously you need to go to something else, like go to something else. And so I finally did. I just went, I did two things. I went, I respect into blood loss. Uh, Cause I got that rivers of blood sword. And I just, I just started exploring more again. Like I just, you know, I went around, I beat some other bosses. I did some other things, you know, and finally I went back. And then when I went back, I did it in, I think two or three attempts or something like that. Um, it's a big honking ass boss. And the, 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 those are my least favorite kind of bosses in the, in the souls games. I don't like, like the spectacle is nice. It's huge. Like it is, it is so big. Um, but most of the time you can't see what's going on. Like when you're, you're fighting it, you know, you're just hacking at its leg and like, like, I think it's going to do the thing where it slams the plate down on my head. So I better, I better roll away now, you know? Um, and like, I think the second phase, which is when like the eye pops out of the stomach and it starts like spewing fire all over you. I think it's like actually way easier than the first phase. Um, but I don't know. How did, how did you do against the fire giant? Uh, Jake, I, I remember it being a, a really, really tough fight, but I remember I could get to the, I think I kind of had the opposite uh, experience to you. I remember this, the second phase being much harder. Um, oh, okay. I'm not, enti- I'm not entirely sure. I couldn't, I couldn't really tell you why, but I remember being able to get to that second phase the majority of the time. Um, and then mm. I, it was usually the case of when he lies down and then rolls like backwards uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, he would always just roll over yeah. me. Um, and that's why I learned just to either be, I think you had to be on his, on his, like, I think it's on his left side and then you'll generally be okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was, it was, it was, yeah, it was, a, it was a tough boss fight. And I had the same issue where I agree with you that I, I, the larger bosses are my least favorite because the camera is mm-hmm. the worst thing in the world in this game. <laughs> um, but I, but yeah, I, yeah. I, I think it was largely okay. I, I obviously I used my mimic tier and then, uh, uh, summoned is it Alexander. Um, I summoned him. Alexander the jar. Yeah, yeah. and 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 it yeah. was annoying because because like so, sometimes I was able to ride torrent, and then sometimes I wasn't. And I didn't realize at that point that if you have summoned uh, an NPC, you can't ride torrent. Yeah. And I was like, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it was yeah. It was it was it was. I remember it being a tough boss fight, and I remember it taking me a good few tries. But I I didn't. It wasn't one of those ones where I felt like it was a brick wall. Like I could see. Yeah, for I me, could, that was my I could main see the end. Um, but it yeah. was just, yeah, it took a good few tries and just like properly working out where, like just working out his signals and stuff from directly underneath him. Because obviously it's, it's really difficult to see what he's doing with his shield when you're yeah. like right underneath him. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's like, you know, I think what this, the game tend to do is like when you have a run of successes, right? Like I, I, up until I got to the fire giant, I was kind of rolling right for a lot of time. I was like rolling through things. I was using the magic. I was using the sword knight and flame. And I was like, I was just like, you know, tough things. I was able to just take them down fast. That's what that build is kind of meant to do. It's kind of meant to streamline the game a little bit for you. And this boss just didn't, it, it, I wasn't able to use those tactics against it. And so it really was like humbling me. Mm. It was like, it was like, no, 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 you can't just do the same shit over and over and over again and win. Mm. You can't do it. So 
I really had to learn like how to dodge some of those big attacks. Like when he slams the plate down and like creates like the wave of, 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 of ground. Like I not having Torin Cause I also ended up summoning Alexander the second time I went back to fight him um, was actually better for me because I could never avoid it with Torrent. Yeah. I was never good at avoiding like the slam down, but as long as you just roll like right when the plates hit in the ground, like when you're off Torrent, you can, you can dodge that like wave pretty well. And I got really good at dodging that stuff. And it was just, I had to learn the boss fight, but I had spent, I had spent so long in the game, not having to learn like the boss fights that it was like, nope, nope, this is, you have to learn this or you're not going to do it. Yeah, you know? So yeah. I, you know, I, I, and I tried to summon cooperators and like they would eat shit like really <laughs> fast. And I was like, you know, and, and I was just a really hard boss fight in front of me. So I, I, I had trouble with it for sure. Um, Justin, look like you wanted to say something about, mm. about something. Nope. Justin has complained about the cameras in these games since the first day he ever oh, played them. So yes, yeah, they are, yeah, Jake, they are, they are miserable. In this game, I thought it was yeah. better because a lot of the fights are in like more wide open spaces. There were fights in other games where it was just like you're in a confined space against something that's ginormous and sometimes in also in the air and you can't see yeah. anything. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I knew I was yeah. uh, overpowered when, because Bobby was like, let me know when you hit the fire giant. And I hit the fire giant and I killed him on my first try. I was like, I'm probably too strong <laughs> for whatever I'm doing yeah. right yeah. now. I'm like, what level are you? He's like, I'm like 160. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, uh, uh, levels didn't really end up mattering in the next, in that next area that we get to. Yeah. So. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, before we get to Faramazula, Jake, did you go to the consecrated snowfields into the Halig tree uh, at all? I went. I went to the consecrated snowfields and I kind of navigated for a bit, and then I didn't get to the Halig tree. No, I was like, "This is yeah okay." So yeah. to speak about this area, um, both of these areas, the consecrated snowfield is also not an easy area, but nope. it's you know big and wide open, so you can kind of ride around and, and, and avoid things. You can't see shit um, there either for a while. Which is annoying. Yeah, no, no. The very beginning of it. Plus, you have to go through a really hard, like, catacomb in order to even get there. Yeah. You go through the lift, and it's like, here's the catacomb on the way. And I'm like, god damn it. Can I just get here? But the money. And, I was getting, like, 40,000 yeah. souls because I died at the end of it. And I was like, oh, I died. And I yeah. looked, and I was like, I lost. I had 40,000. I had just leveled. I went through there again. I came out with, like, <laughs> 85,000 runes. I was like, okay. Yeah. 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 Um. So um, there, there's some, there's a bunch of stuff to do in you know in, in the consecrated snowfield. I believe the consecrated snowfield is also where that walking mausoleum that shoots sky missiles at you is, mm-hmm. um, which is a real pain in the ass. Um, I, just, I avoided that. Um, I just kept going. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's like a there's like a little fort up there that you can do stuff in, and there's some stuff in there. But um, uh, you have to go to this place called like Ordina Liturgical Town, which is like this basically is a, a town sized ever jail essentially mm-hmm. you go, you load you load into it the 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 town goes into like you go into the ever jail of the town and you have to light these like bracer you have to light these torches like, just like in like the, the town of sorcery except there are invisible um black knife assassins walking around and if you don't notice they're there they will backstab you and kill you in one shot essentially um there is a torch Apparently you can buy from a vendor that allows you to see them when they're walking up to you. I did not know that when I was doing it. Um, I, that is a whole huge pain in the ass. That whole lighting those three things. There's also archers that are sitting on roofs that are like super archers that will kill you very fast. And there's ladders um, you have to climb up while you're in their line of sight. Yeah. 
basically, this is all the game. All the game is doing right now is being like, look, where you're going is very hard. So we're going to make <laughs> it very hard to get there. So you just can realize that what, what you're in store for. Um, but regardless how hard all that stuff was, the the Halig tree area of of this game is one of the hardest things I've ever had to do in a Souls game. The whole area. Like, I was at level 140 or something when I got there. Like, high level. Like, um, like end game level. Um, when I got there, and it was still hard. And you start out on these branches, like the branches of the tree, and you have to walk down the branches to get to, like, the main part where you're going towards. And it took me... 15 10 tries to get off the branches of the of the tree that's where they have all these little those little little, little dudes with the, the horns and a couple of the bigger dudes with the horns mm. they fuck you up because you because they're everywhere they're multi-leveled so you'll be fighting one and all of a sudden like 15 of those bubbles will hit you at once and you'll die um and then when you run into when you finally get off of that of those branches and you get into the main area it's just full of like Hard, boss hard level enemies, enemies. Yeah. yeah like like you know from we didn't even, we didn't even really talk about the Weaving peninsula the boss of the of uh castle morn you know leon or whatever yeah, the yeah. the guy the, the, the guy he, there's like four of them just walking around like the world surrounded by other misbegotten which are those like winged things with the weird big faces or whatever that you have to fight sometimes um there are those crystalline things there are like there are multiple tree avatars walking around, you know, it, it's like, it, it is crazy difficult. Like soldier knights, ton of knights, a ton of uh, clean rot who's knights. The boss of, who's the boss of that area? Uh, the first part of it, it's uh, Loretta, like the, the knight that you fight, a, a, oh, like the yeah, real yeah, yeah. version. Yeah. The, the real version of the knight that you fight at the end of Carrying Matter. That was not hard. The boss no, was, the I was like, this was is easy. Hard. I was like, I fucked that boss up and I felt so good about it because I was like, your ghost gave me so much trouble when I was in that, when I was in Carrion Manor. Um, I kicked its ass. But so you fight all, you fight that boss and then you go to the next section, which is like the brace of the Halleck tree. And that which part. is like this. Yeah. Which is like this multi-level thing where you're kind of like going down. Like it has like, you know, it's like kind of wrapping around the tree and you're going down and it just has, it just has enemies stacked all throughout it. It has one, it has like a door you're supposed to get into, which is, Surrounded by archers, a, 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 an avatar, a couple of knights. So there's another way to go around. But if you go around, you're, you're, you run into those crystalline things. You run into clean rot knights. You learn into, you learn into those things that have like that come out of the ground that have like twenty limbs that can like poison you. Mm. Like those things that once they start hitting you, you can't break out of their hits and you just yeah. die. There's those. There's a there's another lake of rot that you have to walk through with those pest things in it that are shooting you constantly. Um, this is where it, Millicent's quest ends, by the way. Like, yeah, it's this is all where, yeah. the way up in here. Yeah, uh, all the way up in here. Um, and your reward for going through all of that is getting to Melania Blade of Mikola, who is the final boss, who is... Gross. A, a ludicrously hard boss. <laughs> like, just... like wh- Has, like, multiple attacks that can kill you, like, instantly, basically, if you get caught in them. Um, she looks amazing. Like one of the coolest design bosses they've ever made. She's the one that's in all like the promo material with like that, like kind of like Valkyrie helmet that yeah. covers her eyes and the arm that she puts on and her, her arm has the sword attached to it. <laughs> so like, you know, it's not even like she holds a sword, like she attaches an arm that also has a sword attached to it. Um, and man, she, like 
she heals herself when she hits you. Yeah, she heals herself <laughs> when she hits you. <laughs> and she has an attack that can hit you like 700 times in a second, uh, basically. So you can get her down to half health and then she can hit you this one thing and basically her whole, all her health bar. You did. Health if you get caught, it's a spin cycle. If you get caught in it, you die. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And also if she hits your mimic or your spirit summons, she also gets health back. So, um, yeah, it's a very hard fight. And, you know, it has, this one has two phases. Um, Which I was mad about. I was in part, I was in party with Justin. And I kept, I kept kind of like asking him like leading questions. Like, hey, Justin, how far have you gotten? He's like, oh, I think I got her down to about half. And I'm like, oh yeah, what, okay. Like, and I, and waiting for certain like cues, like, like, you know, like auditory cues that he had reached what I was thinking he had reached. And he wasn't getting, I was like, I don't know if he's gotten there yet, but I don't want to say anything, you know, whatever. Um, and he's fighting her and he, 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 and he's like, oh, I think I did it. <laughs> and I'm just silent. I'm just completely silent. And then he goes, oh no, <laughs> I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, cause there's a whole second phase that on top of all the things I already mentioned, Jake, she adds Scarlet rot to the, to the, to cool. the equation. Good. So yeah, she had, yeah. and she has another insta kill move that if you get caught yeah. by it's over. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was running, I was about 160 something. Um, mm-hmm. and I did, I, was this night I beat the game? Cause I was feeling myself after I beat her. I might've beat the game that night, but, um, I, uh, I was like a hundred and let's say 65 or six or whatever. Mm. Cause going through that area to get to her, the enemies you're killing are dropping six, 7,000 runes a piece. Mm. And yeah, so yeah. I just, I, I kept the golden scarab on almost the entire game uh, up until maybe the final boss fight, um, or two, where I was like, I guess I could take this off now because I don't probably need to level anymore, um, which is why probably my level is so high because I was running through bosses with the Golden Scarab on and mm. getting 100,000 runes each go. Yeah, getting 20% more runes for every like yeah. uh, <laughs> every kill. So I, I, for her, I think I took it off because I needed to survive. But what I did mm. was I was just, I, I, I stopped using Tish and used my Mimic and the two of us with Rivers of Blood, like her first phase, if I could get her down, I could kill her if she didn't do the the jumping move where she kills everybody. But the two mm-hmm. of us, if we got her in a corner, me and my mimic would get her into the second phase like instantaneously. And then my mimic would just eat shit in the second phase so <laughs> fast. Yeah. Um, yeah. The only time I beat her is she never did her jump move where mm-hmm. I like there, and there's an easy way to avoid it if you're calm. Uh, yeah. It's like dot. It's like it, the, the it's an easy step. It's like. Fo- you roll forward once back yeah. once into like the right once and it will never hit yeah. you but when it's happening i can't be <laughs> calm <laughs> no it's just uh, ultimate panic you see her and she goes up in the air it's like a long one of those long wind up she goes up in the air and she pulls her sword back and you know it's coming you're like this is the attack she's about to do i know it's coming and you just panic <laughs> you just absolutely panic you're like roll 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 <laughs> and it leads to death every time but yeah, yeah uh killing her felt really good like i honestly like and look i mean this is the this is the boss that has had tons of articles spawn about let me solo yeah. her and mm. yeah. um guys going in there and like i beat it and i i thought it was a difficult fight i don't think it's like the hardest from fight i've ever done but a lot of that deals with i like i have my mimic there with me and i'm like 
go forth, my child, and die in my be- <laughs> on my behalf as I poke at her in the ass. And even then, yeah. it was still really hard. So, like, people who could do this fight without the mimic or, or anything, like, yeah, incredible. Yeah, they make it look yeah. so. Yeah. Easy. I watched, I watched a video of the Let Me Solo Her guy. Have you have you heard about this, Jake? Yeah, the Let yeah, Me yeah, Solo yeah. Her thing. Yeah, I have, yeah. So I watched a video of somebody who summoned them in. They actually got them. They summoned them in. They were so excited. It's so funny <laughs> to hear them like react to it. They go and they just stand there. They literally just stand at the front of the arena. And this guy runs in and he fights Melania with double the health because mm. there's two people in the fight. And like he probably healed three times, mm. like the entire fight. And there's a point where I'm watching it and the guy has like, you can't even see his health anymore when yeah. you're watching. Because when you watch the cooperator, you can see their health bar. But, you know, it's like a smaller version of it. But he, I can't even see his health anymore. And he's not healing. He's just fighting. He's just fighting, fighting, fighting until he knows he has an opening <laughs> to heal. And then he heals. But, you know, it's a moment where you're like, oh, guys, got to heal. And you, you get your shit pushed in, you know, when you, when you try to heal. Yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. oh, my God. Like, this person was like, nope, I'm not going to heal now. I'm just going to roll, 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 mm. roll. And, like, they never, like, I think I got, they got hit by, like, one part of that jumping attack one time. Um, and they, she did it, like, seven times against him. Mm. Um, it was it was crazy. Um, it's a real, I mean, yeah, if you... If you get caught in one of like the only move that w- would really get me was that one move that like waterfowl dance, whatever it's called, that, that it's called of her move. Um, all the other big moves I, I, I figured out how to dodge and to, and to get out of the way of it was just that one move. And when I started doing it, I was like, well, this is the, the time for next. Queue up the next run, basically, <laughs> is how I w- would feel about it um, on, on this one. She's a very hard fight. I mean. The, that whole area is just it, it. The whole area is a nightmare. It's like a living nightmare to get through. Mm. Um, it's so difficult. Um, yeah, it it is like one of the classically hard like from areas that mm. that, that that especially in this game, because also it's very tight. Every 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 place you're fighting in that place is very tight. You're on a walkway walking down this like one thing. You're on a tree branch. You're on a you're on a roof. You're on a whatever. It's all very tight. Mm. So it, it, that's what makes it more difficult. And that Millicent's quest, which you can end, and you get this really great talisman, especially for a blood build. You have to fight another one of those ulcerated tree spirits or whatever that shoots Scarlet Rot in this arena that's the size of the boss, basically. <laughs> like it's it's like the boss barely fits in the arena. Yeah. Um, it's, so and it's also it's, like it's, if you fall off the arena, you land in Scarlet Rot. Like it, it, it's yeah. like it, it. You're fighting in a lake, and you basically have like no room to maneuver if you're if you to mm. not stand in the lake so i stood in the lake yeah i just kept mm. yeah. <laughs> healing myself over and over like i will do this i will do this yeah. it's cool yeah mm. if you're a magic builder or ways to more approach you can send like a tree branch and just shoot down at it uh, yeah. um and, and kill it but um that area is really hard it's very cool looking very well designed like the lore behind it is really neat and she's such a good look like the boss design is just fantastic and when she transforms to her second form it's also amazing. Like it's it, it's something you should definitely see. Yeah. If you're playing the game, if you put that time into the game, mm. but it's 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 very very hard. Mm. Um, but the next place we go after the after the mountaintop of the giants, we have our well, depending on what ending you're going for, but most likely you have your maiden um, burn herself to kind of light the light the tree on fire, and you get transported to Fair Missoula, um, which if you haven't gone through the four belfries, is the first time you're seeing it. Um, and to me, just visually, this is the coolest thing in the game. Like the way it looks like this, like this crumbling fortress in the sky with this like eternal tornado rushing around it. And like, I don't know, a hundred dragons flying around (laughs) it at the same time. It's like, it's insane. It's insane. 
So when you got transported here, Jake, this is the first time you saw it, right? Because yeah. you never found the four belfry no, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So how did you feel like when you when you got there? It was yeah, that was like another like just holy shit, this is amazing kind of one of those situations. Um it was I think the 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 best thing about it was it was just so like the the game kind of teleports you to an area just what feels like completely randomly and then just like slaps you in the face with this really cool spectacle and that was probably like mm -hmm. the 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 kind of most impactful of all of them just because it's it's completely like it feels like you're in i don't know like heaven or hell or some sort of death <laughs> realm or something i don't know but it was yeah i i it's just it's so striking and it, it, i kind of, i i actually kind of wondered whether it, it was um it was it was the capital but like destroyed and brought up into this thing i don't know if, if that uh, at the time i was like could this be the story behind it and it's not mm. but yeah it was just it, another one of those just like completely like stop and just like look around and be like holy shit this is this is incredible and then and then going through it and i think that i can't i can't remember what the uh the the beast men of Furamazula, the uh the yeah. little creatures yeah mm -hmm. and they they were like fairly tough um i think i think going through that first bit i died a couple of times just sort of like learning their patterns and mm. things but it was it wasn't too bad and then you come out onto the top of that that sort of like arch kind of area and the dragon mm. swoops down and i love it when the <laughs> dragons swoop down just because it's yeah. again just more spectacle like i i love the spectacle yeah um but i tried to fight it and i and and, and just couldn't do it. I, I i think i killed one dragon in the whole game just because they are they are just so beefy and they just take so much damage. So I kind of ran past him. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, 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 it yeah. Was, uh, yeah the, so it was, it, I'm guessing then, Jake, that you didn't find the hidden boss in this arena uh, in Faramazor. Uh, the, the, what is that? And, and the, I can't remember the name of it, but the dragon, the hidden... The dragon lord. I did find yeah, it, yeah. I didn't oh, no, fight wow. it, but I found it. <laughs> I didn't, uh, yeah, I, I kind of had a couple of attempts at it and I was like, yeah, maybe not, maybe not. <laughs> but this nice. was, this was like, yeah. this is like kind of, I was get this was, I'd been playing for, you know, like 90 odd hours at this point and I was just like getting a bit, like I, 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 I think the game was fantastic, but I did get a little burnt out. And I think this was the point where I felt really burnt out and I didn't want to do any kind of like side stuff. I just wanted to sort of like get through the game. Yeah. And that's why I like kind of avoided doing the Halig tree and I avoided doing like the rest of the consecrated snowfields and like the mm. uh, the sewers and Landell and things like that. I just didn't want to do any of that side stuff. I just wanted to do stuff that I had to do, which yeah, which is a yeah, shame because yeah. like because I I obviously I, I will play the game again at some point and I know I'll do all that stuff. But it, yeah, it's 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 just like it's 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 a lot. It's a lot to a lot of game. It is a lot, yeah. Well, some of the stuff, just so you know, like when you finish the game, it doesn't force you to go into New Game Plus right away. Right. You can like basically load in right back to before like you fought the other the boss, the yeah. final bosses, and yeah. go do stuff. And that's kind of how I clean stuff up. I didn't fight this Dragon Lord until after to Justin until after we both even, finished the game. I didn't know he was there because he's not an easy yeah, boss yeah. to find. Yeah. No, and that's one thing like that's so amazing about them is like they have this epic, amazing boss fight. And it's completely hidden. Yeah. You have to you have to drop off the side of the map, find a way down, go lay down mm. in this spot. You know, time there's a big cutscene, time freezes, mm. you get this, you know, this giant two-headed dragon who's fighting you. It's just like insane that they're like 
uh, most game, most developers would not like have like the patience or like the, the like confidence. confidence to be the mm. confidence to be like, uh, we're just going to, if people find this great, they'll be rewarded for it. But if they don't find it, ah, whatever, yeah. you know, yeah. like that's fine. You know, it's crazy that they do that stuff. Um, Jake, I hit the, like right around this point of the game, I hit that like same thing where I was like, yeah. you know, I was telling Bobby, it's like, I, I love this game probably more than most other video games I've ever played. But I'm ready to see other video games again. Like yeah. I, I want to like see something else. So yeah. I, I, it was after I beat Mikola that I went to Faramazul, and then I stayed up till like at that point it was probably like 11:30. I was like I stayed up till like three in the morning that night, and I I beat the game in one sitting. I was like, no, we're doing this now. Yeah. And <laughs> from this point on, like when you get to Faramazul and you get through it and you get to the boss at the end of it, um, mm-hmm. you are basically in a boss rush until the yeah. game is yeah. over. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you could go yeah. back and explore other people, but if you stay on the critical path, you are just hitting boss, 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 mm. game over. And yeah. uh, I thought that was really cool. Mm. There's thing too. Like I got to this area and I was like, oh, this is going to be, a, this is probably going to be a really straightforward area. It's probably just going to be like, it's going to really push me along a path and just take me to it, take me to the end, take me to the bosses. And then we're going to get to the end. And there is so much optional stuff in Faramazula. You can go to this area where you you find, you end Alexander's quest, like the Jar Guy's quest. He's in there, you fight him. Mm. Like there's a there's a whole, there's a couple of areas, like there's this, the boss you mentioned. It's just crazy mm. that at this point in the game, they're still like designing the levels and the way they're yeah. designing them. Yeah. Um, um, but you get, th- you get to the Godskin duo, which is the, the, the mid boss, which I, like, it's one of my least favorite bosses in the game. Not it's hard, but it's also just, it's just like one of those things where it just feels like sometimes they do this where they're just like, I don't know a, a, a boss, but now there's two of them. Yeah. You know, they, they kind of do that. And, and, and that's my least favorite bosses that they usually do. It's just like, okay, like this is, this is hard just by pure numbers standards, not really because the fight itself is like, you know, is, is fun or, or, or interesting or has great mechanics. It's just like, and the fact that like they don't it's not like you have to like fight them multiple times because like it's not like you kill them both and the health bar is gone they start coming back and it's just, it, it's mm. like it's not a great fight and plus the run to it sucks because there's like these incredibly difficult enemies that that stand in your way in, in, the, in the fight and like you can run there but if you run there it's one of those times where like your fucking summons will hit, will attack through the door mm. at people because those people are right by you um it's fine. Like I, it, it, you know, it, it took me a couple of tries, but I did it. Um, but the, the final boss of the area, Malaketh, Jake, you texted us the other day <laughs> about Malaketh. Um, oh, why don't you tell me about your experience on that one? That was like, that was, uh, like there, there are a few, there are a few moments in this game where I felt like I was hitting a wall, but I, you know, I, I could see a way around it through going leveling up or whatever. I could not see myself being this boss. I j- <laughs> like, I thought, I could go up, I could go and I could level up a hundred more levels and I could still not be this boss. Like I, <laughs> I thought this was it. I thought, I genuinely mm. thought that was it. Um, the first phase was fine. It was, it was tough, but there were ways that I could get around it. You know, like, um, obviously I was always, always, I was always summoning my, uh, my mimic and trying to use the pillars mm. to sort of like take that opportunity to heal and like get a little hit and then yeah. hide behind the pillar and various things like that. Um, so the first phase was fine. And then the second phase was just, I, I, I cannot tell you how many, <laughs> I, 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 I think I did it on, when did I do it? I don't know. When did I text you? It was last weekend, right? It was like Saturday or yeah, Sunday. Yeah. 
And I think I spent a total of a, probably about eight hours on this one boss. And I oh, wow. felt like I was That's going tough. insane. That's a tough for a yeah, it was, yeah, it was. And I, I don't know how I ended up beating it. Like I just kept, I kept on trying, I kept on trying. And the first few hours were tough because I was trying to run past the uh, Draconic Tree Sentinel that's right in front of it. And he kept on hitting yeah. me through the, because if, if you stand, because I, I would stand the other side of the, the fog door and summon mm. um, like straight away as soon as I got in and then heal. And uh, he was hitting me with, with his fire breath, the Draconic oh, Tree Sentinel hitting me through the fog door. And I was like, <laughs> I can't, I have to kill this guy first because otherwise it's just going to yeah. make the whole process so much more stressful. So that took me loads of tries. Like that was fine. That was like one mm. of those boss fights where it's hard, but you can see what you're doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then yeah, it, the the Malekith section of that boss fight was just like, like how 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 anyone is doing this, I don't know. It was just, he was just so fast and hit was so and like yeah. the fact that every time he hit you with a sword, it would like cut your health down. Yeah, I was like, I, I I think I just got super <laughs> lucky when I actually beat him because I I summoned my um my mimic and he was just focusing on the mimic and I was able to just get uh, like with the. Darkwing Greatsword, you charge it up and you can fling some R2s at yeah. it. And uh and I just I just got super lucky. Cause cause because the, the damage that, that R2 does, if you fully charge it, it does crazy damage. Like on the final boss, I think mm -hmm. it was doing like almost 2,000 damage per hit. But it's just like being a because he's so fast, you just can't get yeah. those hits off. So it was I just ended up getting lucky that he was just purely focusing on my on my mimic and I was able to just get the odd opportunity to get one off. And it was just like, oh like I I I've never slammed my controller in anger at any game ever <laughs> i did i did it so many times during this boss fight i yeah it's oh i cannot yeah it is malekith gave me trouble as well yeah. and same thing as you jake i kept trying to run past the tree sentinel mm. and eventually i was just like uh, i i spent like a couple like probably an hour or two one night trying to beat him and i was running past and i was like I was frustrated. I was like, okay, I'm just going to put this down. I'll pick it up tomorrow. And I picked up the next day. I was like, I'm just going to kill the tree sentinel. Mm. I'm just going to do it until I, until I kill it because I can't, the, the part of the, the, the frustration of this whole situation is I have to run past this thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I felt like I beat, I beat, it took a lot of time to beat that thing too. Cause like that fire attack mm. that the, the horse does drove me crazy mm. because like, if you don't dodge, like roll forward, like past it, the, the like the even if you dodge out of the way of the actual fireball the area of effect will hit you yeah um so but this is right when i switched to blood the blood build so i was like um i finally was able i just i just like amped myself up and ran up to it and did so much damage to him and when before he was even able to hit me yeah. but then i was like i'm just gonna manage the fight from now on mm. i'm just gonna sit back here i'm gonna manage the fight and i was able to do it mm. and then malika for me and justin can, can vouch this when you're doing a bleed build if you proc bleed um, you can do an insane amount of damage extremely quickly. Yeah. Like it, you'll be hitting it all of a sudden. You'll just be like, their, their health bar will be gone. Mm. And so I was, if I was able to get a run of hits on the first phase of of the beast, like the beast man when he was the beast clergyman, I could take that phase down in thirty seconds. Mm. Like just like me and my mimic going at it one together, like shh, gone. But just like you said with Malakath, I would die before I was even able to like realize where I was sometimes mm. because he was so fast. He would get me in that combo. So what I just started doing was I would just like, I just ran as soon as the, as soon as the face are, I would run and hide behind a pillar and just hope that like only a few of his attacks or maybe a, a, like the residual of the attack would hit me. And then my mimic would have time to get there and start attacking him because I could do as, as long as I could attack him, 
I could do an insane amount of damage yeah. insanely quickly. But like, I just, I, and so finally that the time I beat him, I just got, like you said, I ran the mimic absorbed it. And I just was like, I just got in there and was like, yeah. and started chunking out his health, ran away again, let it happen again. Let him do like all his jumping around, all his crazy shit that he was doing. And once he landed and started to like focus on, uh, you know, the mimic, I ran in there and like, and, and hit him and, and finally killed him. But it took me a, that boss, like took me a lot of time to get him. Um, and I think those bosses are a lot of times are created for the fact that they don't want people to be able to power level out of that boss be fight being yeah, hard. Yeah. So sort of like, no matter how big your health bar is, like if you don't play this, if you don't find a way to get around this, you're going to die. Yeah essentially. And I think that's probably why they do it like that. Um, whether that's fair or not, that's very <laughs> much up for discussion. Justin, did you have trouble? I don't even remember what, how your Malekith was uh, at this like point. Seven tries. Okay. My problem was, the that's tree a lot for where you were at the game. At yeah. The my problem was the tree <laughs> sentinel because I couldn't, I, mm -hmm. I, I would just, I never fought the tree sentinel. I would run past him every time. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to waste the health files. Um, mm -hmm. So I would then try and spawn my mimic right at the, the doors open again uh or tish and he would fight the fog door and i would get hit by the sentinel so i started the mm. the time i beat him i changed my strategy i was like i'm just gonna run into the arena so that way my mimic yeah. or my my summons is not distracted by the tree sentinel outside the door so i went behind a mm. pillar i got hit like once i called in i think it was tish um because when mm. i was really struggling with something i would call in tish because that one attack he does that puts that bleed on and where it like starts evaporating the your, the enemy's health um i put him out i got behind him i, I got him into the second phase kind of quickly um and he was down pretty far i think he was missing like three quarters of his health maybe a little bit less than that or mm -hmm. a little bit more than that so mm -hmm. somewhere between three quarters and half and then when he went to second phase i was like i'm just keeping my distance until i know i have an opening i'm not risking anything yeah. and tish was still alive and doing work and he just yeah. kept he get he he kept getting hit by Tish's like big attack and hit like his health started like plummeting and then I was like fuck it I'm running in and I took my sidekick where I would be able to absorb one hit went in there and just mm -hmm. hit else who a bunch and killed him but it took me yeah but yeah. I was at level like 170 at this point of the game and yeah. Yeah. I it still took me a bunch like he was the hardest fight in that like in that back half where I was like in this boss rush, he was by far the hardest fight. I didn't even think the last fight of the game was that hard compared to, t uh, compared to him. Yeah. Um, totally. Um, we get a really sick cutscene in between the two phases where he pulls that sword out of his arm mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very cool. Um, uh, so at this point though, you, you get the rune of death and you load you into back into the capital, but now it's, it's Lindell capital of ash. And the, like the whole thing is like, partly burned down and covered in like this thing of ash. And it's a very cool moment. And I think the game knows you've just gone through like a fucking gauntlet because <laughs> the rest of it is just literally like you're just walking between boss fights essentially. And the first fight you have is against Gideon off near the all knowing, which is like a joke of a fight. Yeah. It's a joke of a fight. <laughs> as long as you're able to, as long as you can, as long as you like, you don't, I've watched people fight him and had trouble because they are not super aggressive. They'll like kind of hang back waiting to see his attacks. And he has some attacks that are pretty powerful if you're not like being super aggressive, but with the bleed build, oh my I was God, just like, nope. <laughs> I didn't let I him, like, I didn't let him get atta you. an attack off. Cause I just kept rocking. No, him. no, no. Yeah, no. But me and my mimic were just like, <laughs> and he was just dead. Um, and then after that, you go back up to the throne and this time you're fighting Godfrey, like the real ass Godfrey, no, sh no shade of Godfrey anymore. Um, and 
with my the, I've, I've done this i've done all these fights two times right because of the uh, i played two things funny enough like the first the, the the first time through the blood the blood build version i i think i beat godfrey in one um one one attempt i think it was one attempt um with my pure strength build it was way harder it was way harder because I wasn't able to proc damage super fast. I had nothing at range. It was just like I had to be in there. And when he switches to his second phase where he d- kills that lion or whatever on his back <laughs> and he covers himself in blood, he does a lot of like these like scream attacks that put out these like huge area of effects that knock you back. And I, I had to be right up in him, right, right up on him the whole time. So it made it difficult. But he is I, I think it's a it's a cool boss fight. Um, how did you do with it, Jake? Yeah, that was that was one of the ones that was it was uh, a tough one. It took me a good few attempts, but it was it, it was it was fine. Um, the first mm-hmm. phase I could do like in no time, um, mm-hmm. just because the I, I felt like his attacks were uh, quite visible and they were quite slow. Like because my the yeah. the the R two with the uh, Darkman Greatsword takes such a long time. He gave plenty of opportunity to hit those. Um, mm. Particularly mm. if I spawn my mimic and he focused on him, I could just like pretty much hit him, get him to his second phase in about three hits. But the uh, yeah, the se- second phase was tough because a lot of the time I had to get close to him. And if he does that grab, where he grabs you and chucks you in the air and slams you down, that will would kill me in one hit. Um, but uh, but yeah, I think it was j- kind of. I think my strategy was mainly just use the mimic again. Hopefully he aggroes to the mimic mm. and then and then in, in the odd little gap I can hit him with my R2 and 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 kind of like he 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 was actually quite easily stunned, which was which was quite nice. Cause because mm-hmm. uh, I had a I would use rock sling. I think for most of the like later boss fights, it was a case that you could hit if you hit all three of the rocks that you use with rock sling twice and I had the great great blade phalanx so if you hit all three of the rocks twice and then hit all three great blade phalanxes that would stun them and then you can so that was kind of the strategy for the uh, that, that was i think i worked mm. i worked that out with uh malekith as well i think that was kind of like okay. if i can get those off then i can stun him and you know go and mm-hmm. stab him but uh yeah. and and that was largely the case for uh uh for um godfrey as well yeah, yeah i remember so that being a tussling is Sorry, I, I remember that being a tough boss fight, but it was yeah. it was good. It was good fun. It was like it wasn't like overwhelmingly frustrating. It was it was yeah, it was good. It was a good time. Yeah, those are the kind of boss fights I, I really like in in the in in from games where you're kind of like you're learning a move set and you're figuring out like the right way to avoid and the right times uh, uh, you know um, windows for attack and it's not like it's not like so aggressive that it's always right up in your face all of the time and it seems to like have like specific like windows and animations that you can really exploit or you know if, if once you learn them yeah it was a, it was a good fight like not particularly not super hard but like right in a, a nice sweet spot especially for where it was i was my i was mentally at that point in the game trying to you know trying to push through mm. it uh, to the end um but yeah just i'm sure you you did that night so you probably didn't have much trouble with it right i got him on the first try yeah <laughs> <laughs> um there's this weird thing too where like you get something on the first try and you feel like good about it but it's also this thing where like sometimes i feel like i like almost i like, cheated myself sometimes with some of like the bigger bosses because mm-hmm. i'm like I didn't get to like learn what the boss was. You know what I mean? Like, nope, don't I mean, there's care. so many bosses in the game. <laughs> Dude, so at, at that point, I did not, I did not care. I was like, I am, yeah. I, we, I am doing this now. And so I was <laughs> thrilled 
Because it was getting late out too, and I was like, I have work tomorrow, yeah. so I should really not be doing this. Um, but yeah, um, I, was, I was thrilled to get him that soon. And then you get through him, and then all that's in front of you is the the final boss, um, bosses of the game, which is uh, Radagon of the Golden Order, and then the Elden Beast. So, and it's it's two bosses combined into one boss fight. There's you have to do it every time. If you if you if you if you lose, you don't. Because there have been previous games I've done where they've had like two phase and boss fights where it's like two different bosses. And after you beat one, you don't have to do that one again. You can you can just do the the second one or whatever. Um, but this isn't like that. This is a this is a, this is a double boss fight. Um, and, you know, as far as like final bosses of um, from games have, have gone, I, I think it is really, really strong. I think it's hard. I think it's difficult, but I don't I don't think it's impossible. Like, I think I think. It, what, it forces you, especially with Radagon, you really have to learn the, you have to learn the, the, the attacks well enough so that you can have enough health items when you get to the second phase to survive and your summons is not dead. Because that's a very important part of getting to the second part of the, the fight. So learning, that was the, the biggest stopping point for me was just like, it took me a fair amount of tries, but like learning, like how to dodge some of Radagon's like area of effect stuff and some of his like big hits. Once I started to put that together, I was able to progress to the next phase in a much better shape and then kind of take it down. Um, and uh, at this point, Justin and I have done the Radagon fight a billion times because we were trying to we we're trying to help our buddy finish it. And that fight is so hard when you have multiple people in it. It's just so difficult. And unfortunately, um, we are all similar builds at the time. We're doing similar things. Yeah. So none of us really were procking any sort of weaknesses. Not that he has it many but yeah, yeah, we it's it's crazy how much harder the game gets as you bring in more people. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I, I think, I think it's a, it's a really, I think it's a good, it's a very good end boss fight. Like it feels, it feels worthy to be at the end of this very long game. But it's not like, you know, you know Millennia or Malakath where there's like this kind of like bigger bullshit aspect to it. Like um, he has like one attack. He has one attack and Elden Elden Beast has one attack, which I think is like really hard to dodge. And I, I, I'm kind of like, I don't know why this exists, but other than that, I think they're pretty solid. Um, uh, Jake, you're, you're still attempting to, to finish Mm. this fight. Correct. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 (laughs) I like what you were saying about trying to like learn Radagon's attack pattern and stuff like that. I was, I got, I've got, I've got to a point with him a couple of times where I'm not, I'm not summoning my mimic for him because obviously I think it's more important to have it for Elden Beast. But mm-hmm. I I just haven't I've got so close. I've got him down to like like a sliver of health on my own without without uh my mimic or anything. But I just can't finish the that that fight without my mimic, <laughs> if you know what I mean? Like and like <laughs> if 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 I do spoil my mimic, I then go into the go into the Elden Beast and it's like it gets like absolutely flattened because it's only got a little bit of health left. Mm-hmm. So it's just like mm-hmm. I've, I'm yeah. trying to trying to, and that's what like any sort of like die dive looked at about this fight is just saying like try and be as clean as possible with the Radigan fight, so you can go in to the Elden Beast fight with as much as you as uh, as many like flasks and uh, mm. like your summon as possible. But I'm just I'm just struggling with that. Like I can do I could do the Radigan fight like at least every other try um mm-hmm. as long as i 
if I as long as I get my summons off and stuff like that. But yeah, going then going into the Elden Beast fight, I just yeah, it's 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 really it's really tough. It's tough. Really, really yeah. tough. Yeah. It's a fight. And the LMB says like the, the toughest stuff for the LMB for me was the like that that kind of rain of stars that it puts down on you, those gold stars. Mm. And then that one where it puts like the it says like a couple of little stars, but then one big like orb that like tracks you around. That one I have no idea how you like un unstick it from mm. yourself without letting it hit you. Like I've only have ever escaped it without without it hitting me. Mm. Um you know, uh but the Elden Beast, like I, like I think, like you said, yeah, it really comes down to the fact that, like, with me with the mimic and or like spawning in my spirit summons, whoever you're spawning in, I just have to think about it differently. Like usually, I'd be like, okay, just kind of let like the mimic take the aggro, and I'll jump in and do stuff. But when I in order to get through it, I really had to sort of like trade aggro like a lot more. I had to be like, okay, I, I will use the mimic as like my kind of like shield, like when when I really just need to get out and heal or something like that, but. For the most part, I kind of reversed our roles, which was I was like, I'm going to be in there like right in the face of the boss doing all this stuff and then only use the mimic as sort of like the distraction when it's absolutely necessary. And that's what that's what helped me with it. And really, some fellow contributor to this site, uh, Sky, uh, she told me she's like, the the key is with Radagon's attacks, dodge to the right. Like all of them almost are like you dodge to the right. Mm -hmm. And that's that's the way that you should dodge when he's trying to attack you. And when he's doing his slams down and creating those areas affect things, it's actually better to jump than it is to roll. Uh, okay. Cause you have, you have more iframes when you're jumping, mm. you have to still time it right. You can't just jump willy nilly. Yeah. Cause sometimes if you jump too early, you'll come down as the thing is popping out of the ground, you'll still get hit. But if you jump like just as it's coming down, you'll avoid it and you'll, and you have a lot of iframes. Mm. So I started doing that and that stuff really helped me get through the Radagon fight. Um, and then it was just about like, how long can my mimic survive the the other stuff, yeah, you know, yeah. to really do it? It was like, um, the stuff that always get me was like, it would shoot stars at me and then it would, it would be like a million miles away from me and also shoot those like, the sword beams at me, <laughs> like those those like waves of energy. That, that's, what, that would, that's what would always fuck me up with, with the Elden Beast. But um, you're close, you'll get it. I w- you'll I, I'm sure it. I w- I'm sure I will. It's, it's, it's again, it, it doesn't yeah. feel like as much of a brick wall as, if it, I mean, it is physically, but well, not physically, but like it has been <laughs> more of a yeah. brick wall than Malekith was. But it doesn't feel like as much of a brick wall as Malekith felt um, mm-hmm. like going in. Like I felt like beating Malekith was just pure, pure luck. Whereas I feel like there is a strategy that I can work out to mm-hmm. to do this fight properly. Um, yeah. But it's just it's just getting there. <laughs> yeah. What, and when in doubt, you just got to get up in that ass on the, on the, on those big bosses. You just got to get it's up true. in there, get it behind yeah. it and just start like wailing on yeah. it. Like that is, that is something that is just the answer to the, to the game. Especially if you have your, your spirit summons alive, cause it, you're necessarily going to draw all a dagro. Mm. It, you know, it's not going to necessarily, and the Elden Beast doesn't really have like a, a lot of big bosses when you get behind them, will have some sort of like spin around move where they'll mm-hmm. like smack you with their tail. The Elden Beast doesn't really have that. Yeah move it'll it'll most likely just like dive underneath the like the ground and come back up far away from you um so it's actually a pretty safe place to be most of the time and sometimes honestly i don't know if you do this jake but unlocking from the boss yeah especially big bosses can be really helpful because the camera won't freak out and if and they're so big if you're up close to them it's not gonna matter you're still gonna hit Mm. them you know um so just quickly um justin you, you you took the ranny ending right 
I took the um, ending. at the end of the game. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You have some options at the end of the game when you when you get to the ending, uh, Jake. Uh, one of them will be like summon Ranny in, and that will do her ending. Or you can walk up to like this thing and and interact with it. Um, you can also travel away and do stuff before you initiate whatever the ending is as well. So, um, there there is that hmm. as as well. Um, so yeah, that's really that's through the game. Like that's we we went through the entire game. Um. I'll say quickly, like my favorite NPC stuff. I liked the Millicent stuff. I liked the Ranny stuff and Alexander was great as well. Um, when I wrote, when I say Ranny, I also include the Blythe stuff in there. I thought that stuff was really interesting and cool as well. He was a really cool character. So um, I think, I think they'd have some really good side quests in this game, um, which, which is really nice that's, and really neat. Yeah. That's, um, that's what I'm most excited for with another playthrough is just doing the other quests. Cause I, I, the ones that I actually completed were, uh Ronnie's quest and uh Alexander's quest and that was that was mm. pretty much it and I I didn't really interact with the other quests bar maybe a couple for a, a few sections but largely I didn't yeah. really interact with many other quests and yeah I think I think that comes a lot with like I guess it's m- maybe experience with previous souls games but the way that the quests work it's 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 kind of it feels like it's supposed to be kind of a, like a natural way you mm-hmm. encounter them yeah. as you go through the game. It doesn't tell you where people are going to be, but you'll go- you'll probably encounter them at some point. And that's like the way yeah. that it's designed. And that's obviously something that I'm not necessarily used to uh, with other games. You know, most of the time they get the the location of a the next section of a quest is signposted. You have a quest log and things like that. So I think the yeah. next next playthrough uh, will be a will be a will be a good one. And hopefully, I'll be able to appreciate all of those NPCs a little 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 more. Yeah, the game is definitely their whole design philosophy is definitely willing to let you miss things. Yeah. Like yeah, they yeah. will, they they are not interested in like in like forcing you to see everything that they've designed. Um, and I know that can be like a a mixed bag, you know, for for everybody, you know. Um, and especially I've seen it be struggle for a lot of people who are new to them because they will they'll sort of like just dive into the game like they would do any other modern game, right? And just expect the game to sort of like at some point go like no 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 just go, just do this or do that or like point them in a way they're supposed to move or 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 signpost this is important do this this is important and they just don't do that um so i guess we're gonna wrap it up here but i guess sticking as a jumping off point um jake how did you feel about the game a- as a whole um and your first experience with with one of these games i thought it was like probably like speaking objectively as, as much as you can when you're talking about your opinions on video mm-hmm. games I think it was objectively probably one of one of, if not the best video game I've ever played. Whether it was the best experience with a video game, that's like a whole other question. Just because <laughs> there were so many, so many points where I just got so frustrated. Uh, but then yeah. the bits that were that were great, like the e- exploration and you know interacting with various NPCs and all the discovery of the game, which I think is probably the main should be the main uh, like drawing point of the of the game. They, that was the best open world exploration of any video game i think mm-hmm. yeah yeah absolutely justin any fi- final thoughts on elden ring it's probably in the top 10 best video games ever played i think it's pretty fr- actually pretty firmly there i don't think it's mm-hmm. i don't think it's perfect i i think that uh the game ranks so highly on my own list and in- in- sometimes in spite of itself in spite of my feelings of some of the from games but the highs of this game are just some of the best highs I've ever felt playing a game. And Jake is right. I think it's it's 
one of the best open world games I've ever played. Um, there are lessons from this game that other developers should absolutely emulate. Um, and yeah, I will I'll eventually grab and play this thing again. I just, I need a little bit of time to pass. I'm not like you. I can't just <laughs> jump back in and do another 40 hours or whatever it was. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it surprises me just as much as it surprises you, to be totally honest. I'm not the kind of person who replays games, like, at all, let, let alone, like, open world let alone ones. immediately after I finish it the first time, you know? Um, yeah, it's absolutely spectacular. I mean, yes, there are ups and downs, you know, in it. And in a game this big, I don't, I think it's impossible not to have, you know, ups and downs when, when, when you have so much to go through. But, you know, I, I think in many ways, like, you know, people compared it a lot to Breath of the Wild when it first came out. That was a big touchstone for it because I think because of the, the openness, the, 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 the ability to explore, the ability to let you kind of like just do what you want to do. Um, and they're very different games, obviously. The Legend of Zelda is not going for the level of difficulty or the level of, um, you know, intricateness that, that From is going for. Um, but what I would say is like, I think that in many ways it tops the, the breath of the wild in just how much there is to do in the world and how, and the biggest thing is that it, like I mentioned very at the beginning, it takes all the things those games did well and retains them in this game while expanding upon and, and blowing out a lot of other things and doing things they'd never done before. And that is the triumph to me is that you can still get the experience you got in those smaller games, but there's also a very big game all around it. And you know, the fact Jake that you were able to, even though obviously it's a hard game, it's a very difficult game. Um, and you know, but back that it's that difficult and you were still able to make your way through it. Like that speaks to, I think the, the triumph of their, d their design yeah. for this game, a way to make a game that is just as hard as the previous games that they've made. Um, in some ways harder in, 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 in some aspects, but make it so that someone who what maybe either wasn't willing or maybe bounced off the structure of those previous games to get through it. Um, and, and I think like that is what's so special about Elden Ring. Um, and I, I'm excited to see what they do next. Like, I don't know what they're going to do next. I don't know if it's like another Elden Ring or if they go back for an, another game that's smaller, which I think they could absolutely do if they really wanted to. Um, I think we'll see another game like this for sure. An Elden Ring two or something like that. But it's really put them into a place where they can do whatever they want. You know, it's so successful and so popular um, that it's very cool to see the sort of like, I don't know, 15 year journey they've been on from like, what is this game? You know, what is this demon souls thing to this? Like it, it is, it is an insane journey they've gone on and it's been crazy to see them develop and sort of like hone their skills the way that they have over these years. Um, so yeah, that's going to do it for our first episode of Wayfinders. Um, our first deep dive deep in, um, to this game. Um, it was a big one. It was a big task for us to start out with, but we did it. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of us. <laughs> I'm proud that we got through it. Um, we're going to do another one and we're going to pick a shorter game this time, um, yes. for what we're going to do. <laughs> yes. Something a little more digestible. Nothing doing a shorter game would be, would be very hard. I mean, we could literally do a 40 hour game. And it would still be like a third of the length of, of, of the amount of time I put into this game, but, um, we'll, we'll pick something. We'll, we'll announce that on the discord and on, on the socials when, when we come to an agreement about what we're going to do. Um, we originally talked about cyberpunk, but I think that is a bad choice to follow up this considering how long that game also is. <laughs> so I think we should give ourselves a break and do something else. Um, 
Um, but yeah, that's going to do it. Um, please, if you've been listening to this rate and review us on any podcasting platform of choice, um, if you're watching us on the video version, uh, like the video, subscribe, ring that bell. Um, it really, really helps with the videos and helps them grow and, and helps us get more viewers. Um, Jake, is the name of your YouTube channel Planet Redbeard? Is that uh, it is, is that yes. The name of it? Planet Redbeard. I yeah, think okay. it's two words. Planet Redbeard. It might be one word. I'm not sure. I can't. I haven't got it in front of me. Um, but probably two words. Well, if you search <laughs> it, you'll find him. You'll find it. You'll hear the voice. You'll know. You'll know that it, that it's him. <laughs> Check out his video essays. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll see you again soon. But until next time. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Jake. Thank you, Bobby. And thank you to everybody who's been watching or listening. <laughs> Until next time, be good to another. Later. <laughs>